Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing today? Hello. I am doing well. How are you? I'm very good. As I have his, uh, his beverage. My coffee, yes. I have changed the lighting in my room, which hopefully you guys won't notice. But instead of having the two giant stage lights pointed directly at my eyeballs and my face, pointed them to the sides, and I think it gives enough ambient lighting that things are still lit. And now I'm not staring into the brightness of a thousand suns all day. Pro tip mm -hmm. from an expert here. If you don't like the lighting in your room, just move your room. Oh, really? Yeah. To <laughs> just face buy the a house to face yep, the proper it's really, lighting. Really, it's really working out over here. <laughs> How is the new abode? Uh, eh, settling in. We still got way too much shit everywhere. Downsizing. Yeah, we mostly it's not having a garage in this mm. place. And all of a sudden, all of our garage things are spilling into the living room. It's like, why? What do we even do with all of this potting soil or whatever? Right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Do you have room for your second fridge? Tires. For your, your the deer? Meat, the meat fridge. <laughs> yeah, the meat locker. Is there even the room meat for locker. that? Uh, it is currently in the living room. Nice. Yeah, so that you can just get meat while you're right. watching TV, right? Game of Thrones, you just great. reach in it's and frozen. So maybe even more Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. What is that uh that horizontal painting above your television behind you? Uh I'd say it's a painting of uh, sea creatures. It looks like jellyfish, but I couldn't anatomically see anatomically accurate. Yeah, a, a friend of ours did it. I'm nice. sure you you've probably seen it. It's been moved. Had it hanging up for a while. I don't know. If, mm. I don't know when the last time you visited was, but it's been years. Yeah. yeah. Well. well, and uh, I got to figure out. This is like a closet door that I'm standing next to, but I'm it, I'm missing an opportunity to have a weird thing angled there. I don't know. Like a picture or a painting well, or something. I just, yeah, I just shut it to close so you uh, can look at my so shirts. Hmm into the abyss that's how that was the previous setup right you just look into the abyss of my closet over my back yeah 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 let's watch people crawl into it from time to time yeah yeah we'll see right well um since we don't have a recap let's just do our own recap you sieged pine spurn one yes the enemies of house winter lie dead at our feet. Very much and, so. Uh, the uh, the forces of uh, Eridon, the interlopers, have uh, finally been shattered, broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's as you are looking through the remains of Pine Spur that Hold you- on. Pine Spur doesn't get sacked. We, we crushed their armies and sent them scattering and broke through the wall. Oh, you're not going to the burn the city to the ground. No, why would I burn my city to the ground? Because you're an undead horde attacking a civilized place. I mean, there That's sort of just be, the assumption. There will be, there were many sacrifices, but, well, no, no, I mean, I don't think so. Okay. I think, I mean, where did we leave off last? We crushed the army broke through the palisade wall and marched in towards the city center. I think the uh, the the pretender lord is still boarded up in the keep. Mm-hmm. Correct? 
That's where I was going to get to next. Ended yeah. with a, with an encounter with uh, a goddess of winter, a lovely benefactor with a uh, bag full of heads. Bag full of heads. Yes. Uh, who was? Um, who did not uh, rouse the attention of the the armies of winter? Right, the living dead. Correct. The undead. She walked well, through them past. peacefully. A marked woman. Hmm. Or something else. Hmm. Um, cool. Recap enough? Recapped enough. All right. So Mousefur is standing before a pile of heads, right? How many in all? Uh, I think I said six heads, two women, four men. Is that what? Something like that. I don't remember what, exactly what I said, but something to that effect. Yeah, many of which uh, are adorned tattoos with religious iconography. Mm-hmm. The three-ringed triangle of, of a stare. Mm-hmm. The interlocking so, hoops of Martha. So presume there's Martha tattoos? That's like getting mom tattooed on your, uh, on your bicep. Only the toughest of men get mom tattooed on them. These people Except must these have been are- real badasses. These are presumably the uh, high clergy of Pinespur. Mm-hmm. And the reason that the soldiers did not put up much resistance. That fight could have gone very differently if they had, like, priests of a stare amongst their ranks blessing the... Uh, blessing, blessing the, the soldiers or someone there to turn undead at the... Just as the blood knights reach the top of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been a very different experience. I think that might have been a might have been fun. Would have given more to Matt for Mouseford to do, right? To have like opposing willpower mm-hmm. magic offs with uh, with priests. Mm-hmm. But I think, given how close that uh, the siege was, it uh, would not have gone well. Mm. Um. So. I think we want to level mouse her up. I've already I've captured some souls, but I think that was mostly the dying soldiers. Right, and you got then, like eighty three. Like, I probably yeah. can't. Like, there's still. Oh, we should do. We should do math, right? Math, right? Math. It's math time. We've got. We need to count the dead, right? Or at least my <sighs> dead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go might back. Well, to... Might as well do some spreadsheeting. Go back to Pine Spur, zoom out, and try and get an idea of the dead here. Um, okay, let us. I'm gonna gather your remaining skeleton groups together and count who's left. Uh, let's see. These guys are all here. All right, so, so I'm pulling up my uh, Winter's Reach spreadsheet. Oh, man. Is this real? I, before the battle, I had 662 undead minions. Is that, can that be true? That's, oh, no, that's that doubling. That seems double. Because that's because I've also got the full company in there. Yeah, that's okay. It's more like 300. Yeah, that sounds more reasonable. All right, so you should have nine Blood Knights left. I think you left one behind, though. Uh, yeah, that one is back at Winter's Reach. Okay. So nine. That's so oh, we we were devastated. 
All right, I'm just gonna, it's happening. Although those corpses are still useful, but we've got even more night corpses. We'll level up in rage. All right, how many uh, skeleton spell? Or what are you doing next? I'm doing the, the skeletal warriors. You've got four full, uh, four, five. You've got six full groups of skeletal warriors. Some of those uh, so are six archers. Times eight. Yeah, I think, I think it's two groups of archers left, right? And you have 48 skeletal warriors. Um, at this point, they're interchangeable, so you can just switch their gear around back and forth if you yeah, like. Yeah, okay. All right. And then for regular skeletons, you've got 8, 16, uh, 16, 17, 18, 23, 24, 32 regular skeletons. Dang. So our losses are over over 100. We started with 120 regular skeletons. Oh, and all the ghouls died. All right? the ghouls died. You're special. I have 31. No, they all died. Did it? 31 seems like an odd number is all I'm thinking. Some of those are with the hunting company. So how many? Right. I lost, I think. You had two four. groups of ghouls? I think I had four. Three. More. Three, Three. Four. Four groups of ghouls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so four, four times, times eight is 32. And how are they accounted for elsewhere? All right, I'm just gonna delete all my ghouls then, I guess. There, still, there should have been three left with the skeletal company, which would bring me to, tw is it 28 ghouls? Were there specialists with the ghouls or something? Hmm, maybe you had a half group of ghouls too. I don't remember yeah, exactly must how have been what it was. Yeah. A half, because three and a half would be 28, which makes my math make sense. So there are three ghouls left okay. with hunters. Perfect. How many specialists went down? I think your specialists will all with your skeletal warriors, right? Yeah, I lost a couple companies though, and I assume a special. Well, but I a just couple lost couple spears. You mean not companies? Spears. A company is a hundred units. A spear is. But a, we've a already group accounted of for the deaths, so no specialists died. I could swap right. out specialists for regular skeletons if you think that would be fair. Otherwise, it's not. Uh, no, I think no specialists died. They're not. They were not told to fight. They were told to just erect. So okay, and I still have my. Skelly mage on an elk. The pig mm -hmm. bomb died, right? We ran out oh, right yeah. to the door. Oh, yeah. It, it bled acid all over the people there. Um, Cool. But I think we're good. Okay. You're down. There's still an army. There's still more than a company of skeletons. Oh, the zombies. How many zombies died? All Most of, them. of them. All of them? Uh, four <laughs> groups of zombies. Yeah, and even the half zombie. Okay, still mm -hmm. a company of skeletons. Still just over 100 skeletons. That I think, I mean, there will be some pillaging, right? I don't think Malcifer is not... He's probably distracted with other matters, and, like, he can't control all the skeletons, right? They just they float over the wall, the, the living ones scattering, and I think they just marched through the outlying countryside of Pinespur, whatever was... Uh, whatever settlements were left within this palisade wall. Right. And, and do a fair bit of pillaging before we rally the forces. There were a lot of people in that area. Right, and... so Malsifer spent 10 minutes or so collecting sacrifices while the skeletons advance and mm -hmm. do wreak more harm. We had that encounter with the, with the witch, mm -hmm. Helena, whatever she was. Helena, and. Yeah. And yeah, 
So we got this scene of Mousifer standing over a pile of heads uh, while skeletons murder in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Advance. Can we get a scene of what I mean of what this looks like? Right. So we, there was this crudely erected palisade wall built around, but there's probably there's probably a main road leading into Pine Spur, right? And these mm-hmm. were once the outlying farms. Yeah, the, the wall is built a little bit closer than the outlying farms, right? It's built just around the uh, urban center. So the okay. outlying farms you've already like walked through, and this is the some sort of gap between them and the the main urban center. So it's the like edges of town that are being attacked and harassed by skeletons. And I believe our fight was taking place right around dawn. So there are still like yes. torches lit and stuff. And as the skeletons burst over the walls and through the gates and flood the town. Small fires will start as skeletons yeah. accidentally knock over candles and but, torches and stuff. Skeletons, the skeletons themselves, I don't think their instincts, I don't think they would think to grab a torch and set fire to the place. Certainly not. Blood, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're sensing the living and... Right. There, there'll be small incidental fires that start. And when, you know, everything is made out of wood and thatch, a small incidental fire can spread accidentally. Um, and eventually, Malsifer will send word down the ranks of skeletal specialists to, you know, pull back the pillagers, mm-hmm. regather what remains of the army, and sort of like stand rank and file. And is there like a town square or something where there where is? This, yeah. Where did this? Where did the conversation with Helena take place? And where does like the road just inside the us? city walls? You know, maybe on like a big wide paved, on the like, big avenue or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah wagon traffic on the heated yeah. cobblestone roads of Pinespur. heated yeah nomish pipes like keep, keep snow from uh melting or from accumulating on them uh they, they initially started just heating people's homes and buildings with pipes and then the pipes just had to run under the ground and so accidentally they also ended up heating the rest of the streets it is the only city in the world with heated streets that people are aware of um and so this pile of heads lays across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, those get mounted on skeletal warriors' spears. Mm. Carried as our banner forward. There um, is a market square uh, in the middle of town, just beyond which is the central administration buildings, the, the keep of Pinespur. Mm-hmm. Which is still properly defended. Okay, uh, so Malsifer, with his company of blood knights and his advisors, you'd call them that, uh, I think will have meandered into this keep. And then, like I said, send word out amongst the specialists to you know pull back the pillaging skeletons mm-hmm. and rally what remains of our forces. So I think over the, the half hour following the battle, the... Mm-hmm rank and file will assemble in this market square uh, uh, in the light of the dawn Malsifer is going to wrap up his executioner's axe to uh, protect the poltergeist inside excellent set that back on the nightmare um, I've also I've got three skeletal horses that I totally forgot about in the battle mm-hmm. maybe they come in with the hunter with the hunting party or something like that who was like trailing behind the main force mm-hmm. or like scouting the edges so unless something happened to them and they were spotted and ambushed I think they'll eventually mosey on in 
and yeah, they know the drill, right? So they will pick through the out the edge of the city, looting and strategic looting. I don't know, right? Like collect like collecting dying dying or like living sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those value. that can't escape but, the battle. Yeah. Yeah. The old, the young, the crippled. Yeah. The weaker animals not... of the herd. Yeah. But in Mousefer's mind, many of these are his subjects too, right? Some of them, right? We've just liberated right the uh the Gadians from Eridonian rule. So That's it's right. not like it's not gonna be wanton slaughter. I don't know how like yeah, I don't know how a skeletal specialist will rationalize. Maybe they just assume that, maybe they just like, whelp you, uh, they look at them, they smell their blood, and they're like, nope, you're definitely not a Gadian. We're, uh, <laughs> you're, an, you're an Eridonian uh, invader, and your soul is sacrifice. They will gather together sacrifices for you, certainly. And I, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. In the dawn, we assemble in, uh, in the Pinespur market, uh, what are the how many people were there in the city? Like, are there are there screams as they all flee to the keep? Do they board themselves up in their homes? What's the uh, you know how when there's a sound that's been going on for so long, you kind of just get used to it and stop really realizing it's there. That's how it mm-hmm. sort of is with the screams of the people in the city. You know, there were all the shouting on the walls and the fighting, and then you guys burst through, and then there the shouts and the screams sort of continued, but it was the screams of the populace, and it's not until all your skeletons and all your undead are pulled back that they begin to, like, fade and die down a little bit. Because in the meantime, they've been, you know, running from the undead or being killed mm-hmm. by the undead, or just being terrified by them. Yeah. Uh, so eventually it settles, and quiet is, comes across the town of Pinespur. Is People this are uh, the appropriate hiding. time to take care of a level up, or do you want to resolve I've, the... We have uh, a little bit of conversation before you can rest and level. Okay. Um... So, I mean, so I think the people of Pinespur look out from their boarded-up homes, so mm-hmm. or from the keep, if they're lucky, mm-hmm. to see this company of skeletons uh, sort of queue up in their market. Yep. Armies of winter occupying their beloved town. From the stone wall of the small keep in the center of town, mm-hmm. uh, there pops uh, an old man's head over one of the, uh, through one of the windows. Because it's not like a proper, well-fortified keep with turrets and arrow loops and parapets and stuff. It's more of like a fancy stone house that is built to withstand sieges, sort of, you know. Mm -hmm. Is it Um, a single square building? Does it have a more... It's a single square building with two and a half stories. Okay. Yeah. Parapets on the top and maybe... just regular housing and roofs. It's, they're not supposed to have a castle here or any major defenses. So okay. this is just like a well-crafted stone house that coincidentally would be, you know, like there's, the windows are too small because of the bars across them to climb through. So mm-hmm. it sort of would have to be sieged or sacked or burned or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's through this window that uh, a head pokes. It looks like the sheriff that you saw before. And he looks out at your assembled troops. Himself. Yeah, unless he, like, makes an extreme effort to make himself known. 
I think Mousefur finishes rallying his forces before approaching the keep and making whatever proclamations. He do, he waits for you. He's got yeah, nothing so but like time a, at this point. Yeah. So skeletons assembled. Mousefur will advance upon towards the keep with uh, with his just probably with just his company of blood knights. Hmm. And like the the few mismatched specialists that uh, tag along, right? There's the skeletal mage, and um, mm-hmm. I think the hunters are out about the city. Um, so Mousefur eventually will declare the good news to uh, the people of Gadia, right? Citizens yep. of Gadia, you are free from the Aridonian invaders. After centuries of subjugation, the armies of winter have heard your pleas and uh, rallied flesh and bone and spirit to answer your calls. Um, and then Mousefur is like approaching the keep, probably intending to just march in and occupy the place. But I guess now maybe he's noticing the guy, like the the pretender lord in the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I guess he'll eventually call out. Uh, the you know, the pretender lord will pretend- call back to you. Yeah, the pretender lord himself, agent of Aradon. Throw open your gates, and uh, it will be a merciful fate for you. And one of the people! He calls out from within. The fine people of Gadia are finally free from your subjugation. Hmm. There's a pause. This and he lit. says, Not yet! You haven't taken us yet! You called this curse upon yourself. You chose the path of blood. Let this end. Let the people's suffering end. Um, and we're, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what the front door is made of, I guess. Right, so Mousefur approaches to, like, figure out how to walk on in and finish the job. Uh, it's a, a heavy door. wooden door bound with metal. It mm-hmm. would be very difficult to bash down. Uh, the castle, mm-hmm. the, the keep itself is not too terribly big. You could mm-hmm. surround it and just starve them out. Um, or you could try and bash down the doors. It doesn't really look like there's a lot of ways to attack people at the gates, so maybe you could just stand outside and bash it down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ways you could deal with a, a lord cooped up in a, a stone building. Send for the hunters, I will say, to, uh, I think the skeletal mage, who will tromp off, who's a, spe- who's a specialist at this point, right. I'm not a high enough level to raise it as a mage, right. who will uh, tromp off on its elk to go find the hunters and bring the hunters to me, who I will send to find some chains, which we will strap to skeletal horses and the, and the zombie elk, probably the zombie elk is most effective, and mm-hmm. just strap or like, attach them to this door and yank it off its hinges. Perfect. Um, so I think the poor lord of uh, I mean, and Malsper steps 
back ways from the gate and like makes these preparations. So I think over the next hour or two, unless they are gonna make a bold play, they just watch as the uh, armies of winter assemble and, you know, gather these materials and surround you. What, what are they doing out there? Yeah. Excellent. So, we, so the hunters are brought. We send them off to go loot the city for uh, for some chains. Mm-hmm. Are more uh, sacrifices brought and assembled in this market, or was they are. What we took care of last? Okay. No, yeah, there. Some more sacrifices are being brought to you, and it is mostly those that couldn't run away. I wasn't kidding earlier when I said it was the old and the very old, the very young, and the crippled that get mm-hmm. brought to you. All those young and healthy and able to flee quickly have done so. And so you get brought, you know, some grandpas and some grandmas and maybe like a baby that got left in their pram somehow. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this, this sick kid who's got the measles and has just been coffined in his bed and he got grabbed by a skeleton here or there. Um, the measles, huh? Yeah, it's making this a comeback in Gadia. <laughs> we are pretty backwards over here. Is his, uh, is his mother nearby? No, mm-hmm. no, he's not. Kind of tempted to ease his suffering, but you know, Malsifer is uh, is full. His mm. soul is magnanimous. So we've, we recently feasted on the uh, the dying soldiers on the battlefield, mm-hmm. and so these are no, were not are not immediately important. Yeah. Um, there they is actually... maybe one person of note. There is a. Uh, let me roll it a die real quick here. There is a, a woman who is brought forward and sh- her leg is wrapped in bandages and you know clearly it's badly wounded, but the rest of her seems to be fine. Uh, you can see this sort of like crustiness occurring over the lower half of the, her wrapped up leg as if it's like oozing or leeching or something. And at first she looks like any of these other old, young or sick or or whatever, and your eyes linger across her for a moment, and she looks healthy except for this one badly wounded leg. Um, I don't know if this is something that Malsifer wants to do, but it does cross your mind that a necrograph would sort of restore her. I mean, she'd have a dead leg, but it would be a usable dead leg. I see what you're trying to do. I mean, yeah, there's some time, so while the hunters are looting the city... Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he's Malsifer's full, so he wasn't thinking of taking sacrifices, and he's probably a little disappointed in his skeletons. Like, these are clearly not the, uh, the Eridonian interlopers. These are children and women and old and sick. Mm-hmm. And some of them maybe are, you know, of Gadian descent, or at least, like, the descendants of Gadian citizens. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We haven't really established a test to figure out if someone is uh, is an Eridonian. <sighs> Notably, is ever going to exist? I think we yeah, maybe we'll eventually settle on something arbitrary, but uh, historically, those sorts of tests have not we always have magic. been. That's true. But no, at some point, you have to draw a that line. There's, that there's no actual difference. This is all in a mad necromancer's mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but eventually, are, are they are they making a fuss, the prisoners? 
or those that can uh, whimper. So eventually, their whimpers draw the attention of Mousefur, who comes over to inspect and looks on with disgust at the old and the sick and the dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blares his nostrils at the young. There's the kid with measles who he's thinking about probably be a mercy to put him out of his misery. And then he sees this woman's leg mm-hmm. and looks at it. You said it was like gangrenous, like she took a wound that wasn't treated well. Is Something it like that. Up? It's wrapped up in bandages and you can only see the like fluids that are crusting on the outside of the bandages. The leg itself is still shrouded under yeah, cloth. How does uh, she react to Malsifer like stopping over her? And is she se- seated or... Uh, she is seated, or so I guess the laying on the ground. Probably gathered and like guarded by skeletons, but they're probably not totally restrained. I think they're just like defeated and they've given up. Right, they've been gathered. Yeah, snagged. defeat is a, a state of mind more than anything. How many in all? Uh, you've gathered thirty people here. Most of them are are the elderly. Um, there are a few very young, and then a handful of sick, or wounded, or injured, or maimed. Um, the woman is looking emotionally, spiritually defeated. Uh, I think she's propped herself up maybe against a barrel or a wall in the street, uh, with her legs kind of splayed out in front of her, uh, with that sort of like, well, this is the end look in her eyes you know the it's been a bad game we've been defending towers and losing ground the entire time and just just make it end yeah is is this a soldier virus okay she no they we is in yeah. oh yeah i was i was making a dota or uh Nova <laughs> joke about just slowly losing territory and just wanting it to be over please please take the core i'm done Alright, um, so Malsifer uh, takes a dagger and, like, removes the bandage. It takes a hunting knife and, like, cuts the bandage to get a look at her wound. So I was asking what her reaction was to having, yeah. like, the, the Lord of Winter staring down at her. She tries to not look at what you're doing. Bone. Yeah. Like, she just turns her head to the side, casts her gaze yeah. away, closes her eyes, and... Yeah, he wrinkles his nose to the smell and, like, yeah, cuts open the bandage to get it and, like, pulls a sock pokes aside the uh, the wrappings to get a look at the wound. It's bad. You can smell it before you even start cutting away the bandages. And when you do, there's a, a long slash, maybe taking up a, a quarter or so of her shin, um, mm-hmm. just on the, the inside of her left leg. And it's you know, right at that meaty point where the side of your calf starts. It's a deep wound, and it's sort of just like split open and oozing and pussing, and it smells like old, nasty cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's not good. You're no doctor, <laughs> but I that am, ain't a good thing to have. I am an aficionado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, uh, a student of anatomy. Embalming. Mm-hmm. What, ha- yeah. what happened here? Asks uh, Malsifer. She looks up at you, a little shocked that you're asking her, and it takes her a moment to, like, 
piece together that you're not here to eat her leg or something. Um, and she she sort of like mutters under her breath something about like uh, the we were replacing the roof and a board came down and cut it open. Some insignificant work injury that yeah. south. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Malsifer is looking absentmindedly at the child with measles. I could fix this. He muses. She looks at you in absolute horror, assuming you mean yeah. like removing her skeleton from her body. Or whatever. <laughs> to the uh to the child, Malsifer says, Where's your mother, boy? Or is it is the child even responses? Uh, the child responses? is. I will see if he can respond. He is awake, but sort of in a daze. No, no, he he's beyond speaking at this point. Yeah. Hmm. Have no fear. Winter brings mercy. Um, so we're going to set up a ritual here to, uh, sacrifice the child with measles, put it out of its misery and use its soul to, uh, fuel the necrograph. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do I need for the necrograph? It needs to be like a zombie foot. Does, uh, can you use, could I use her own foot in it? Like, could I like cut off her foot? And like just re-graft it as like a the dead and decaying foot. Yeah, that's the you, most sensible way to to do this. Or you could remove it, uh, cast the spells on it to turn it into a, something you can graft, and then graft it right back to her leg if you'd like. Yeah, I mean that um, seems to be fully functional. Or would it be better to get it? A it would be fully functional, but it would still be like gangrenous and smelling and gross. I don't yeah. know how much, like, how important quality of life is to you. Um, you know, maybe a the fresh leg of a, a dead soldier would be yeah, less disgusting. Yeah, one big foot and one small foot. Well, you know, <laughs> we're talking about necromancy here. You're never going to have a perfect solution. <laughs> she can have her old smelly leg functioning, or she can have someone else's, like, maybe a little bit too long for her body leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't smell. There, there's no perfect solution here. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to go find someone with a similar leg and, you know, no. harvest it. Um, Mousefur will send a specialist off to find a zombie foot of appropriate uh, quality. The finest right. of zombie feet, please. <laughs> uh, a, so, one of so the archers gets dragged over towards you. A woman, uh, you mm-hmm. know, her legs are fine. She just has a spear through the throat. Mm-hmm. The others wince in horror as this dead soldier gets dragged over by a skeleton and plopped at your feet. Yeah, and Mousefur sets to work. Um, um, yeah. Only occasionally pausing to narrate his actions and uh, assuming it all to be self-evident. Yeah. The, uh, the, the blessings and glory of the Winter Gods. Um, and so Mousefur, yeah, chops off the foot of the zombie archer in front of the prisoners. Uh, leg, right? Because it's not just leg, the foot. Yeah, it's the, yeah, whole, yeah. Cool, cool. as much as we need. Right? Mm-hmm. The people, 
uh, you know, one of the grandmothers tries to cover the eyes of the children as you do this process. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the grandpas tries to stand, but his arthritic hip won't let him, and he plops back down. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hold them down, Mouser says to his uh, nearby undead, to restrain the uh, woman, the recipient of the necrograph, as well as the child. Um, in order to do a soul siphon, do I need like a ritual circle? Let's see. I don't think so. No, I think it, yeah, this is fine. Okay. So we will soul siphon this child's life into the creation of a necrograph. Does the necrograph get sewed on before it is uh, animated? I think it's probably all part of the process. Like you, you enchant, you do some magic to the leg ahead of time, mm-hmm. then you attach it and you do like some more magic, you know? But does the sacrifice get made first, during? Is the child just held and its life force slowly siphoned away while uh, while the ritual goes on? That one, yeah. Right. I like that one. Um, as the child is being sacrificed, you know, Mouse Slipper will say, uh, the, uh, it is the ways of winter that uh, the weak may feed the strong, that the, uh, the chosen will survive. Mm-hmm. And in this death, there is a mercy. And we'll go ahead and uh, siphon this poor kid's soul into a necrograph. Um, I don't think there's anything about uh, this one having to be willing. So uh, she'll thank me later. Mm. So yeah. she's uh, held down. Malsper tourniquets her, uh, I don't know, is it above above the knee? Or do we? Or is it just going to be like the calf down? Uh, I think it's going to have to be above the knee if you want to be sure to get rid of all of the rot. Yeah, that way she'll get a nice strong zombie knee. Mm-hmm. Bulging uh, soldier's leg. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Malsifer takes the hunter, tourniquets uh, her at the hip. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think a big axe probably is better for this than sawing through it with a hunting knife. Hmm. Just a, a right. quick... That's I think fine. You can, I think you can cleave a femur bone with a good swing from a bardish, right? Maybe. And if you don't, the necrograph will take care of whatever gets messed up. You know, <laughs> it, it'll bind to the leg above. And if it's a little messed up, you know, oh, it'll... It, bind. it doesn't have to be stitched. Uh, well, it does have to be stitched. Right. It certainly does. But like once it's stitched and the magic is completed, it binds mm-hmm. ish. Yeah. yeah. So she's held down. A tourniquet is applied. Is there any possibility that she dies in this process? Like, that's not mentioned in the spell, but, like, is this meant to be risky? Uh, Yeah, I mean, anytime you're performing surgery in a pre-modern medicine era, either you run a risk of death. I'll give her a... um, Maybe, like, a con check to survive. Like, her base con, not her modified con, because she's diseased. So, four, five, and two is 11. Yeah, she passes. No problem. 
actually, you know, she rolls a 10 on the die, so she barely passes, but she's <laughs> fine. I do have anatomy. Like, does the tourniquet not help, or is that just the baseline? I think the I tourniquet a, is what, what gives what her torture. Yeah. Can you can, can I classify this as torture and uh, use that skill to keep her alive through the, uh, through the pain? I suppose, yes. Torture. The torture proficiency is how to inflict the most pain without causing someone to die. So in... It does have a certain amount of, like, make sure you don't let pierce these arteries, and there's a certain amount of life-saving... She passes the, she passes the con check on her own, so she survives the uh, the amputation, maybe even remains conscious through, through the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my poltergeist uh, flees the sunlight and immediately dashes, whatever, 60 feet to, like, a, the eave, underneath the eave of a house, or, like, mm-hmm. is a shadow enough to hide from the sun? It is direct sunlight that causes damage yeah and it's it's morning right so the sun is rising uh in the east and so you've got plenty of long shadows that are that you can still hide behind or hiding in one of these shadows is the uh poltergeist a a blood-soaked half shadow of his soul Mm -hmm. Um, lurking in the shadows uh chop off her leg, necrograph it, and I use up the whole soul, right? There's You can't split it. You can't, like, soul siphon and then use the remainder for yourself. Correct. Um, okay. But even more important than that, his soul is not enough to fix this, because, really? you know, with measles, he only has a little life left in him. He's, his lifespan is quite short at this point. Is that how it works, hey? Yeah, if you had cured him of measles, then his lifespan would be longer, but at this point, he barely has much life left. Okay, so does that, so it doesn't even do anything? Uh, No, it'll do some. You'll still need to expend three years, though. So so with measles, he had like 20 years left or something? Yeah, because measles is always 100% fatal, Um, but it has like crippled his system, and he was definitely going to die in about 10 years, if not sooner, from other complications. You know, okay. Under the the best of circumstances, he only had ten years left. Wow. Although, had he continued to live in this impoverished environment, he might have lived quite a bit less. I've been actually trying to find what the fatality rate for measles is, but I can't find any pre-vaccination and modern medicine statistics yet. Yeah, I think it's one of those. I mean, I don't know that you die from complications later. I think it's like it kills you pretty. Like you die from the initial infection, mm-hmm. or I mean, it does like sometimes cripple you. Cripple yeah, I think it does. It can cripple pockmarked some of your your systems. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, okay. Uh, so Malsfer is a benevolent lord, and he will give up three years of his own life for this necrograph as a show of uh, power of the gods of winter. Mm-hmm. Behold. The power of the gods of winter. Look on, uh, noble Gadians, and rejoice. She looks surprised. In fact, the other people nearby, they thought you were gathering them to eat them or kill them, and you did sacrifice that child with measles, and they watched him wither and shrivel before you as you siphoned his soul out. But you've also healed this woman, and you're talking about making things better and people gathered around you are confused. Um, That's the appropriate response when you are, uh, yeah, captured by a madman. Um, But I think around this time, the specialists have uh, 
maybe they've already gathered the chains, right? Mm-hmm. So we have uh, more pressing matters to attend to. You do. And as and... you are going to look into those more pressing matters, uh, another thing kind of cla- catches your glimpse, catches your, your eye. And this horde of people that have been gathered, um, one person has tried to make themselves scarcely known, you know, trying to nestle between this barrel and this, like, cart full of hay. Uh, mm-hmm. And you see a person still dressed in the, like, trappings of one of the soldiers that you were fighting on the walls. Are they, like, sneaking in amongst our ranks, trying to hide from the... No, they've got uh, an arrow wound in their back thigh, in the, the back of their thigh. Looks mm-hmm. like they were wounded, fled the wall, and then got captured and dragged here, and has been trying to power away from you. Oh, they're, they're amongst the prisoners. They're amongst the prisoners, yes, okay. a former soldier. I don't know mm. if that's something that you want to pay special attention to, or if it doesn't matter. Hmm. I, I think Malsifer will approach this cowering person. Okay. And try to, to... I don't know. Try to determine where their loyalties lie. Um... So they were just among, they were amongst the prisoners captured mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. but had like managed to squeeze into a tight space because the skeletons aren't yeah. super great guards. What are their uh, what does their uniform look like? They look like an archer, leather armor, um, no chain, they... no shield. They just mm-hmm. got you know the trappings of whatever house they were serving. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They look yeah, at you. No. Yeah. I roll to determine who they are. It's another woman, maybe 28 years old, 29, mm-hmm. youngish. You're a soldier. Mouseper says, I think grabbing the, uh, her, what's the tabard? Is there a tabard with a sigil of some house? Mm-hmm. 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 Of a ship sailing under a, a crescent moon. How did you? How did you get here? How did you survive? He, Nosfer looks to his like skeletons, being like, "Why didn't they eat this one?" <laughs> she looks <laughs> oh, down and ashamed and says, "I was wounded and fled." Who do you serve? No one. Nosfer looks to this banner. He's not. He's not a proficient herald. He refuses to acknowledge the houses of Eridon, so he probably doesn't re- understand what this. Uh, what this houses, what this tabard is. Right. What were you before the war? Carpenter. She says. Stationed in the uh, Lindell Plain. That's where my home is. Ask again, where do your loyalties lie? She looks confused. Uh, to myself and my family, if they're still alive? I. Pretty good answer. Where is your family from? We're n- near the Direwood. There's a small town next to a small beach. 
You wouldn't know it. Last I saw, they were making preparations for the mercenaries to arrive. Are you referring to our mercenaries, or uh, like the, to to the undead, or to I, the mercenaries that they hired? I don't think you know. Yeah. You refer to the armies of winter, Gadian mercenaries, or foreigners? Foreigners. She kind of stumbles okay. over your terminology here. It's clearly not in alignment with hers. Uh, Weatherlight mercenaries. Mercenaries from Weatherlight? She nods. Have they have they landed? Also, I think looks to the like southeast or wherever uh, mm-hmm. Weatherlight is. She says, "Thinking I, this through." I, I don't know. I got pulled away from my carpentry work because I played with the bow a lot, and they pressed me into service, sent me here. Where did she was describing where she was from? That you told the, me I wouldn't have known it. The, I know the, the Lindo uh, Plain is like east of Blumwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the her own specific village is you know some like ditch water place or some backwater place built in a ditch, right? Some know nothing little village out in the middle of the plain. Um, but she's talking mm-hmm. about this area right here, right? Oops, show chat. Right next to the Direwood in the mm-hmm. somewhere around here. Yeah. How long ago did your family settle the Lindel Plain? Um, I think we've always been there. Hmm. At least as long as Gadia has been its own island. Yeah. Oh my god, my phone is starting to talk to me out of nowhere. This is super creepy. The, ro- the robots want to play Dungeons and Dragons with us. What's wrong? I don't know. It's just it's bringing up flight information from like weeks ago, and there's no back button. There's there's no buttons, guys. I can't. It's super borked. I don't know what's going on. That was really creepy and weird. Sorry, I, I did not mean to disrupt. You're fine. I'm always disruptive. Uh, I. Malsifer is satisfied with this soldier's answers. He will uh, remove their tabard, like tear off the sigil of whatever pretender house she has on, mm-hmm. and discard it. But she gets to hang out with the rest of the prisoners until oh. we decide what to do with them. Uh, and we're going to turn to the door, to the keep. All right. At the keep... You can see the uh, the head of the pretender looking through the window still, watching as the hunters arrive, the skeletal horses arrive, chains are brought. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Affi- yeah. Yeah, affix these to the door, affix them to the, uh, to the beasts. And, uh... Let's do this. Um, are the skeletal specialists clever enough to figure out how to attach these chains to the door, or does like 
Mouser need to intervene or find someone living to uh, solve these problems. Let's see. Specialists have advanced intelligence. They can tie up prisoners, build a palisade wall, operate sails, ride mounts, mix martinis, etc. So yeah, they can attach these. They've got enough intelligence to do that. Okay. That's right. Skeletal specialists are really built to be your skeletal bartenders, guys. That's their okay. desired purpose. Are there hinges exposed on the uh, on the outside, or how, I'm trying to think how they would even figure out how to do it? Would they need to like carve into, like pound, like chip into the wood to like fit a chain through the metal bracings? Yeah, I think they've got like a hook on the end of the chain, and they have to like hack into the wood to get the the hook to go like through one of the metal bindings. It'll probably yeah. take a while. They might break some stuff off before they eventually break down the door. Yeah. So it's probably an hour of the specialists like chipping away at the door to like mount in these chains and they probably mm-hmm. hook up like four or more chains to like each corner of the door and run those to the uh, to the zombie elk and mm-hmm. the uh, skeletal horses. Yeah. I think if this is... the uh, keep were putting up any resistance, there would be ample time for them to uh, stop this. But I think they just cower in horror as their uh, their building yeah. does not have. I mean, it's a stone building, but there's no arrow loops. There's no murder holes. They have no real recourse for counterattacks at the front door. It's not designed in that regard, despite it being called a keep. So, you know. A couple hours probably pass as the door eventually gets ripped down. Yeah, we mount it and then we, yeah, or chain it, attach yeah. the mounts. They pull as hard as they can. Maybe some pop loose and need to be refixed. Maybe a binding buckles and like the door doesn't budge, so we have to move to hook on a different one. But eventually, but it eventually comes down. We pull the door off its hinges, and you can see the last ditch, desperate attempt of the people inside. They've gathered all the furniture and thrown it all in the doorway and piled up as big of a barricade as possible. You know, mm-hmm. without regard. There's there's some beautiful woodworking there that has just been like casually thrown against the wall to try and stop something. Mm-hmm. You can see where the the, the beautiful cherry wood has been like scratched and scarred by these people trying to use it as a defensive maneuver. Um, it's almost a, worthy of murder itself to destroy such fine pieces of furniture to save yourselves. Do I have any estimation how many might be living in the building? Only the cowards refuse to fight. Yeah, so I think... Malsifer is going to going to uh, bre- breach the keep with uh, with his with a company or not the company with a with spear a spear of blood, of blood knights and the spear of hunters. Yeah, and we just like bust in. Malsifer is like shouting, you know. Any, uh, well, I guess we'll go first to free Freddy from the jail if he's still there. Um, he is. is. That's that's it in the keep, or was it a separate jail? I think it was a separate jail cell out near the keep, like in the courtyard beyond. Um, so Freddy can be freed. There are other people in the jails already. Um, I don't know if you want to free those people as well, or if you just want to are free Freddy. Are the keys around, or is yeah. do we have to bust them out? Like the, yeah, they're, the guards they're on a hook. abandoned the jail and just left the prisoners there? Yeah. Yeah. There's some keys um, left on a hook right up to the top of the staircase leading down. Um, we'll leave the prisoners in their cells to be dealt with later. The thought crosses my mind to use the jail to tie up the regular prisoners. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe let's free sacrifice the, maybe the existing prisoners. Maybe makes this detour to the prison while the uh, beasts of burden are working on the door. Mm-hmm. They said there were hours. Yeah. So we'll, want, we'll meander over to the, to the jail. Find a spare set of keys in a drawer or on a hook or something. Mm-hmm. And yep. find Freddy in his cell. Yep. He looks at you surprised and gets to his feet. He looks like he has not been particularly well-fed or well-treated, um, but he manages to stand up and give you a deep bow. Little Freddy. I... Freddy, my man. You live. I do. Be praised. Have the... Foreigners um, been removed from our lands, finally, my lord? We have shattered the Eridonian forces. The, uh... The Lord's house is... Um, all but breached. Uh, you look famished. They have not treated me especially well. Uh, He holds up his hands, which you can see the fingers are bent back at uncomfortable angles as if they've been broken and then healed in that way. Looks like he's been interrogated by Chinese. Yeah, what? Um, uh, yeah, there's not really rations of food around, are there? Oh, uh, yeah, you're in town. There's tons of food everywhere. You just have to go down to, like, the market that's been abandoned. Fine, fine. Heroes all ready to feed Freddy of my own flesh. But, uh, alas, we'll just get him fed in the market square. Um, I will pull a specialist from a nearby skeleton company and instruct them to accompany Freddy anywhere he goes and ensure that no errant undead do him any harm. Mm -hmm. Because I think he is unmarked. I think he's pre-mark. He was captured before we had a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. So he gets his very own specialist uh, bodyguard to make sure that we that no undead attack. Mm-hmm. So you can how do we say um you can feed him, and if you want to mark him, it can be done as well. You've got your bardish with you. The mark uh, is no, you don't have the brand. brand. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I care. So that's that back in town. Back, okay. Back so he'll need maybe like an escort back home to be kept safe from the zombies in the woods and the other mm-hmm. undead around. Mm-hmm. Ready. Winter's Reach has uh, been a lawless hellhole without, hellhole without him. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Alright, uh, the rest of the prisoners I just leave in the jail. They're probably screaming at me but uh, we can sacrifice them later once we sort through them. Yeah. Um, now we return to breaching the keep. So with uh, 
a full spear of blood knights and this the hunter's spear we breach the keep and march in quelling any remaining resistance and uh seize the throne room all right uh you uh, find the pretender as we've been calling him uh, locked with one loyal guard in the very top room in the like half room that is the the third floor or the, the half only, story there's only two of them left it's just the two of them This is interesting. Um, who does this guy think he is? This is it, <laughs> Malsper says. I think as we like storm into this back room, we were probably expecting to find like people all over the keep, but I think we just breach an empty keep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And eventually in the top back room, there's just this one false lord and his knight. And that is... Uh, something like that. It's a, a the sheriff who's been the interim lord in town. And uh, kind of like a surprisingly older woman. I mean, younger than him, because he's like 70 or 80 years old. She's in her 60s. And uh, she's got like a spear, but she doesn't look like she knows how to use it. And she's standing beside him. Maybe it's his wife. Maybe it's some loyal soldier. She's wearing armor. This is it, Malsper says. You'll never. You're, you murderer. Never what? You'll you'll never succeed. You brought death upon this land. You invoked winter's curse. I did nothing. I've just tried to serve my people. You've brought death to our doorsteps. How your many have you killed? Your people brought death to these lands 300 years ago. And finally, the, the people of Gadia, Gadia are free once more. The the poor old sheriff is going to make his move. He's going to leap to the attack with his sword. I don't think it's going to last very well. He's got eight blood knights against him and a malsifer with a full complement of spirit armor up. So, yeah, I'm trying to think what even happens here to see. I mean, I guess maybe he gets one. Like, does he provoke OAs? I don't know that they take it. He's a third level fighter. Okay. With uh, a long sword, so he gets plus three to hit. Um, and that's that's it. Maybe he'll roll a natural twenty. No, he rolls a thirteen. He comes to attack you. Doesn't even like it clatters off of Malsper's plates plate. Um. Yeah. Uh, I was. I liked Chat's idea of trapping him in a mirror. You want to hold person think, him? Yeah, mm-hmm. using old person. But I think he just gets skewered by the by the blood knights before like Mouseper even really has a chance to react. What is uh? How many of them can like get in there and stab him? Can it a full four? Eight? 
No, I don't think he can't be fully surrounded, but you're in the room, so you can get maybe like two in the front and two on the sides because Malsifer's in the middle. Oh, so you can a get... natural 20 and a hit. Oh, God. If we're doing crits, it's going to be like 3d8s plus some things. Yeah, well, let's do crits here because we're not doing mass combat. He's got 23 HP. Skeletal warrior, skeletal greater is what they're called. Um, it's third level, huh? We can turn him into a, we can raise him back as blood knight. Yep. Um, HP plus five to hit. Oh, they do D10 damage. D10 plus one, plus two. Ooh, so for the blood knights? Yeah. Nice. So, that's weird, but cool. It's a lot with a long sword. Uh, 3d10 plus 4. Mm. I think I, it was going to be d8 plus 3 for specialization, but I changed it to d10 plus 2 to give it a, a more fun range to play with. It sure. should it should average um, out to the same thing. So just 27 points of damage? Oh, yeah. He has guy. 23 HP. He drops to the ground. But not... Uh, he's not... Dead he's not yet. dead yet. No, he's still spilling his lifeblood. Catches him and eats his soul. Your s Pretender, your soul is forfeit. You can get half a year off of him. He was 88 he years old already. Half a year. <laughs> half a year. He will serve winter yet. Um, what of the knight that is with him? Is well, I guess you get less than half a year wife? because he had like six months left to live. And if you get 10% oh. of what you get from him, it's like insufficient like there's barely any soul left here six to... months i literally could have just uh let him starve out start he would have starved to death age in here. yeah he would have died of old age before this he started think, think he is uh, his he's saxton the the sheriff of pinespur um uh, is this his wife in the room with him Yes, this is his oh. elderly wife. He's 88, mm. she's 74, he's a cradle robber to the end. Um, mm -hmm. But she's no fighter, and she drops her spear and falls to her knees, sort of weeping silently to herself. I think we just re-personal, too. Okay. She... How much life did she have left in her? Let me... Let me determine her maximum lifespan right here. Ooh. That's not... Oh my god, I can't even... There we go. She... I said 74, right? So she was going to be... She was going to live to be 90. So that's 16. So 1.6 years. Plus 0.05 years. 0.05? All right. So you I'll get 0.165 years. Is there a throne in this keep anywhere? There is. Yeah, you've walked past it on your way up here. There's not mm -hmm. much of a throne room, though. It It's a shadow of its former self. Um, it's more of like a meeting hall that has a very comfortable chair on one end and some other chairs nearby. It's very mm -hmm. clearly like... sort of a throne room. And if Melsifer was a more educated man about the... You know, the actual goings on between Gadia and Pinespur, uh, Gadia and Eridon. You know, you're not supposed. 
they, the oppression of the Gadian people means no keeps, no castles, and also no proper throne room. You can just have a meeting hall. And so this is the, like, shame of Gadia, that they can't even have a proper throne room, and that their king has been reduced to a baron. Mm-hmm. And their walls have been ripped down, and their lands mm-hmm. have been given away. Had Mouseford seen this, uh, seen this place? Never. Yeah, so he had visions of, like, his armies breaching the wall, and him and then throwing open their gates in defeat and welcoming their new lord striding in and sitting atop the throne but there's yeah a little bit lackluster i think mouseford sits with his blood knights in the uh with his hunters i guess in the uh in the meeting hall mm-hmm. here in pine spur um hmm why don't we take a break here and we'll come back on the other side of the break with a little bit more Malsifer and a little bit more Dyson with Death. See you guys Bye-bye. on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Pinespur is yours. You've taken the paltry throne room. Yeah. It's an embarrassment chamber. Really. Or a committee room, really. God. I think for the for the time being, Malsifer's chaotic evil. He really doesn't have any time for... Uh, or mind for structure, like hierarchies. I mm-hmm. don't know. Really can't be bothered. Uh, for now, until we can locate the displaced Gadian lords, if there even are any, I think Pinespur will be ruled by uh, the uh, the hunters committee or whatever. They can <laughs> hang out in this in this little committee room here and make, <laughs> figure out how to keep this place running. Nice. Yeah, so I will lay out. So you put the peasant hunters in charge of the city. Peasants. I mean, they. What do you mean? They're, they're the they're citizens of Winter's Reach. Sure, 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 sure. Gadians. They are uh, they are lords, as I've always been telling them. Right. I guess. So I will. Yeah. I mean, I'll until we can find what happened to like the the rightful leaders of this place. We will. uh, I will, you know, declare them. I'll tell them that they are, you know, to be wardens of Pinespur and keep this place running. <laughs> All right. <laughs> keep the right, like keep the. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the plan is to keep the undead rank and file sitting here in the center of town. But if uh, if a zombie should happen to wander into, I guess, yeah. Well, why don't we why don't we do that next level? Um, which yeah, is going to be slightly yeah. awkward because you get two new undead that you can raise that I actually haven't fleshed out. No pun intended. I'm pretty good at ignoring all of these class abilities for a while, right? Sweet. So we can focus on the ones that you do have. We can make some ghosts another time. Yeah, the ghosts and the revenants will come later. But now you get the ability raise undead and the spell sensitivity to life, which is a... I think it's a one-and-done spell. Is that it? Was this what I've been... Is that something else? I don't know. This is the enchanting a set of eyeballs, so I don't think... Oh, I'll right, be... right, right. That's not one-and-done. You know, those, those will I eventually... think I know what you're talking... What you're referring to. That's a higher-level ability that I'm yeah, certainly yeah. You're interested in. This one enchants a set of eyeballs. I might do this to my hunters, actually. Right. So let's talk about your new ability, Raise Undead. Yeah. Um, by this point in their career, a necromancer has become familiar with the practices of creating their undead followers. The necromancer may now raise their undead at a much greater rate. With one hour of prep time, the necromancer can raise 
eight undead of a single type instead of just one. The costs do not change, only the time required. Should uh, the necromancer wish to raise eight skeletons, they must still pay the eight small animal cost. For the purposes of conversion, one large animal will equal three medium animals and one medium animal will equal three small. So a single large animal like a horse could raise you eight skeletons or you could sacrifice, you know, eight cats to raise the eight skeletons. Um, the types of undead that can be raised en masse are those with level requirements less than three less than the caster's current level. So at 8th level, the caster could raise uh, level 5 creatures or below. A necromancer would need to be level 10 to raise, uh, to mass raise nightmares, if you could ever, you know, get all the appropriate components. That is raise dead. Yeah. Ooh, I'm not oh, sure what shit. to do with this. I mean, that's 64 undead a day. Yeah, we could uh, sort through the fallen soldiers right quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think that must be what happens after the battle. This mouseer spends a weekend around Pinesburg cleaning things up. Uh, let's take care of the rest of the level up effects, right? So I will go ahead and officially raise mouseer to level eight. I will uh, roll 1d6 for HP. Yes, correct? sir. Our 1d6. Come on. Six. Ooh, very That's nice. Juicy. Bring Mousefer's max HP to 33. Um, I want, kind of want to just fill up to full with this new level up. I think let's sort through those prisoners and figure out what their crimes were. In and the jail? In the jail, and then just like drink their blood and eat their souls and sure. uh, get myself back to full. Um, there is a convenient, there's a ledger in the jail that has a list of all the people who have ever been in the jail, what their crimes were, when they were admitted, when they were released, what punishments they received, etc. So you don't even have to interrogate them if you don't want. You can just read the ledger yeah, and take it at face value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do that. I don't particularly trust uh, previous leadership, but uh, we'll see. Right, so I want to make sure that there's no like political criminals here that I would want to free. But if uh, they're just like murderers, I mean, I don't know. Might as well just eat them. There is one person who's marked down as a rebel who's been in here for 50 years. Everyone else is like pickpockets, you know, cutthroat, rapists, you know, the terrible things, the people you would probably want gone as well. Um... Yeah, mouse first down in the uh, in the jail at some point, looking through this ledger. I think the blood knights follow me everywhere. Mm -hmm. The skeletons. Maybe we should just put them on the wall or something. That seems like a place to put them. Okay. Guarding the city, right? Guarding the city. Once things settle settle out, right? This, the the skeletons will have taken the place of the other soldiers and manning the walls. Mm -hmm. The hunters will be uh, manning the town. What happened was every last sword raised, every last spear raised. So, like all the town guards, the sheriffs, they were all rallied into uh, into 
into whatever were... into companies and sent to battle. So like there's no town guards left in Pinesburg because they were all manning the wall. Right, and any soldiers that might have survived the battle have since fled the town, fearful of being caught and executed. Yeah. Um, so there might be some town guards somewhere, but the, the streets are empty of them. Cool. So down in the uh, in the jail, Master's looking for his ledger, um, and he finds the note of Rebel. Some guy's been there for 50 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will I'll head to the back of the jail and find this guy. See what we're looking at. He's an older gentleman now. He's been here for a long time. He was a young man when he came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, his hair is long and white. His skin is bound tightly to his thin frame. His knuckles are, you know, bulging. Um, he barely lifts his head as you walk up towards him. Sort of makes half-hearted eye contact with you. You can see that his arms and legs have shackles with chains mm-hmm. attached to the wall, but the chains are long enough that he can sit or lay down, but he certainly is still chained to a wall. There's a, a bucket in here that is near to overflowing with waste. It looks like a miserable fellow. You know who I am? He shakes his head no, slowly. Bards. Do you look resigned? Like, or does he think that he's maybe seeing death before him? All six foot two of uh, black cape and bone armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, says here you were a rebel. I. I was. Or what did you fight? Kel Isle. It's a small island northeast. We wanted independence. We didn't get it. Am I familiar with Kel Isle and their rebellion? You are not familiar with their rebellion. News of it never made it across the the island to you. Independence from... A lot of them. A lot of these Eridonian interlopers. <laughs> well... You, uh... Your wishes have been granted. The old gods hear your prayers. And, uh, Nostor, like, unlock the cage and, uh... Let it slide open. What sort of trick is this? Is he, if I toss him the keys, is he able to like unlock himself? Yeah, he's got movement and mobility. Some. Yeah. Nostra like kicks the keys across the uh, jail cell to him. He looks untrusting. Like he thinks Mm -hmm. this is a a trick that you're about to pull on him. Well, no trick. Um, All right. Are I'm your sure. uh, is your family still on Kel Isle? I've been in this cell for fifty years. I haven't seen the outside world or heard anything. They tell me no. my family was butchered 
drag through the streets, put their heads on spikes, but I've never seen it. Hmm. Well. Who are they, you? Where are my jailers? What's all the noise from above? I am Lord Winters. And your, uh, and your jailers have been dragged through the streets, their heads placed on spikes. Hey. The, uh, the interlopers have fallen. And I think, yeah, Malsifer will turn to leave this guy, I guess. Unless He'll he unlock can. his chains and get to his feet, and holding the walls to help stabilize himself, he walks mm-hmm. for the very first time through his 8 by 8 cell, Mm-hmm. Um, up the stairs, and I guess he runs into skeletons walking. You know, once he gets out the cell, he sees you and a whole bunch of. I mean, blood yeah, there's, the, there's the blood knights in the uh, in the jail. Yeah, I mean, uh, they follow me wherever I go, right? So he'll he'll pretty quickly see that there's uh, undead here. Yep. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what his reaction to that will be. Uh, shock, terror, confusion, surprise. You know. All the things. Yeah, so I guess in this... So he probably goes to, like, stagger out of the cell, walks into the hallway, and sees that there's a bunch of skeletal warriors bathed in blood. He looks in shock. Mouth gape. Uh, Malsifer says, Did you say you were uh, a knight? Kelisle. I was. My family are. We go back generations. My great great grandmother was uh, the Baroness of Kelisle. A small barony to be sure, but a proud one. House Winter remembers. Um, you should, uh, you should find your, what remains of your family, if any are left. Belial is yours once more. And Winter's justice has been served. Go, find, find your blood. He gets up to leave. <laughs> I mean, he's still Sorry. like he's looking at you, and he wants. Yeah, I don't know what your plans are for this guy. I mean, I, I feel like Mousefur just like frees him, thinking that he's gonna go off on this epic quest to like see what happened to or like rest. I don't know, find the remains mm-hmm. of his family, and they'll find uh, they'll live a happily ever after on their uh, barony of Kell Isle, and we've just uh, saved them from these uh, oppressors. Mm-hmm. But he's not marked, and there's skeletons everywhere. Mm-hmm. Who have been kind of instructed not to murder wantonly, but it's a little difficult without micromanaging to keep skeletons in check. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of up to him to see who is. Yeah. Um, he will slowly wander out of the jail cell and look at the sun for the first time in 50 years and get his bearings and eventually I mean, there, he will wander out of the city. There are people in Pinesburg. The skeletons are on the wall 
and the hunters are sort of around to keep things from check, but I bet it's quickly going to devolve into a sorry state here in Pine Spur. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll. Maybe the people will. But yeah, I don't know. So there are pe- there are people about, right? Or are they there? Is everyone hiding out in their houses? People are hiding out in their houses, and I think you know that even though the skeletons are on the walls right now and they've been told not to bother anyone, um, that order will eventually fade, you know, and as people come, eventually they'll get restless if someone gets too close, you know. They Mm -hmm. are undead, they will follow their orders to the best of their ability, but left to their own devices for long enough, their desire for the life of others will creep up on them. Okay. Well... So I don't know what happens to this guy. I mean, does he does he come to uh, does he have anything more to say to Malsifer, or is uh, will he come back? I mean, so um, I think from I mean, here, if you Mal- wanna, he would have he's got like a hundred thousand questions for you. I don't think any of it needs to be played out in character. Um, I don't. How willing are I'm you to curious. indulge? Does, him? Is he is he does he loiter around Malsifer? Does he run for his life? Does he go off on this epic quest to find his descendants and retake Kell Isle? Let's... I'm not, yeah. Do you... Are you... Um, hmm, it's fine. He will, once he gets his shit together, he will ask you, the, the new lord of this area, if you would uh, provide him with safe passage back to his homeland so he can try and find his people. He's a little old to make it on his own. He's going to need an escort. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to we will we'll send him with an escort, probably with a couple spears of skeletons to retake Kell Isle. Maybe we should come back. I don't know what point he'll at what point will he bring this up? Should we come back to it at some point later, or? Uh, I think if you just down? if you are willing to chat with him, it comes up right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if he's going to take a couple spears of skeletons, he's going to need to be marked, at least. Yeah, that's probably the best. The brand is back in Winter's Reach, unfortunately. Um. How long does it take to get to Winter's Reach and back? Not a couple long. days. Like that's, like, for a skeleton, that's like a it's like a day there, a day back. Mm-hmm. How many miles did, was that? Mm-hmm. 20 miles through the forest? Yeah. A skeleton could go there. A, a what do you call it? Um, uh, I'm blanking on their names. Specialist? Specialist or... could go there, grab your axe and back in 30 hours at the worst. The brands, right? Yeah, yeah the so brands. We'll mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's best to send the hunters even. So while I'm here in uh, Pine Spur, I can keep things in check. The hunters won't need to be guarding it immediately. Well, yeah, guarding it immediately. So we'll send the company of hunters back to relay the good news. Mm-hmm. Pine Spur has fallen. Um, yeah, the war's won, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and they will uh, end to retrieve the brands from the keep and come back post-haste. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then this, we've got this uh, Cal. Is Cal their house name, or is that? No, no. Cal is just the name of the island. Uh, mm-hmm. Their house is uh, House Deferral. Deferral. Okay. Well, we have this. Uh... The deferral rebel. Um, okay. So he so he comes up and asks for an escort back to Kel Isle. Mm-hmm. Um, that can uh, that can certainly be arranged. Um, for now, uh, make yourself at home in Pinespur. We will, uh, yeah. Okay. The, yeah, we will help you retake Kel Isle. Is he put off by the skeletons or is he, uh, embracing his winter gods? Seen it? The world has changed since he went down inside <laughs> and he's come mm-hmm. out to a whole different world and he's going to take a, a while to adjust. rebellion than the one yeah. he went in, uh, fighting for. Yeah, he may not be excited about the skeletons, but he is excited that his captors and these others are gone. And mm-hmm. Malspur has always talked about the other houses that, you know, the, the other people of Gadia that don't approve of these Eridonian interlopers, but so far it's only been your group in here we're finally seeing. Yeah. Sh- sure enough, there are a few other outposts of people with similar beliefs as yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just sort of, he's taking it in. You've got a couple days with him, I guess, before the brand comes yeah. back and everything. So, yeah. So I, th- it, so is he just like surviving in Pinespur, avoiding the dead? Does he follow Mousefur around to, uh, he... for protection or does he just like post up somewhere in the market and. Well, and if you don't stop him, he will post up in the keep. He will post yeah. up in the, the very top room of the keep in like the Lord's room of the keep as yeah. sort of like a, a final middle Unless finger. Unless Mousefer wanted that room for himself. I don't know where Mousefer would find to sleep. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Yeah. Um, we'll check with him later. I also, yeah. Okay, so he's around for a couple days because um, Mousefer was on his way to feed on the other prisoners when this guy distracted him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he witnesses the, uh, yeah, the feasting that follows. Okay. Right. Let's... So he was the first one we dealt with. The next don't go as smoothly. It'll be more like, so here you're a murderer. <laughs> I, I murdered the yeah. bitch. What do you want for it? Yes. And make yeah. his life. Your soul is forfeit. <laughs> and so, yeah, so Mouseberg unlocks these cages and feasts upon their flesh um i think we kind of want them to struggle and chip off charges of spirit armor so that i can recast it sure so i don't know uh, if we want to role play any of this out but mousefur will burn through his charges of spirit armor drain the blood drain eat the souls and yeah clear out the jail of these prisoners so my only question for you is are you doing all of this in the darkness and privacy of the underground jail? Or are yeah. you taking these prisoners out into public and executing them for all to behold? 
Where do you work your dark magics? I think we just do this cell by cell in the jail. There are, are there people to behold? I think the people of Pinespur are terrified and hiding from their undead oppressors in their ta- in their houses, right? Yeah. Windows are boarded up. There's not people in the market square, right? Right, right. I don't have to orchestrate it. The only people, the only witnesses would be the prisoners, right? That uh, the skeletons are holding up, up mm-hmm. on the surface. No, I think this this dark magic is performed in the darkness of the jail. Okay. Uh, you uh, will... How many prisoners are there? How many HP? How many years? How efficiently can we drain that HP? There's 30 prisoners. 30. 30. Okay. So you right. can drain to full. Um, All right. And you will get 89.8 years out of these people. Um, I w- how many years do I need to expend draining life? Ooh, you're at 18 HP out of 27? Yeah. Uh, minus 18 divided by two. Uh, five years. Actually, five years. Five years. Can I, I can even use uh, Siphon Souls, probably, probably not the way to go. All mm-hmm. right, so minus five years for the draining. Plus 89.8. Oh, 256.75 years. My, my, my. Fable-headed Malsifer. 0.75. Um, I feed back to 30 of 33 because we have a uh, bat essence held. Mm-hmm. And then I think we'll recast a higher level version of Spirit Armor, or 30 HP feels really good. Mm. But I think uh, mechanically Spirit Armor is so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's too good at higher levels. I need to find a way to, to adjust that. Well, Attempt- it's nice that it scales, and it's so convenient without thought to balance to just scale it as one per level. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe, though, it should be a set number of charges that increase in strength rather than increasing and in number and strength, right? Yeah. Because you get spirit armor at... Like level one, isn't it? Or is it level two? It's been changed. You get it at level four now. So it starts okay. as four for four. Um, but then by at this point, it's eight for eight, which is super strong. So I'm wondering if maybe keeping it at four charges, we don't have to change it for your character now, but just rambling about mm-hmm. future plans, uh, maybe leaving it at four charges, but the strength of those charges goes up over time. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, after a certain point, it almost doesn't matter except for crits, right? If the strength goes up. Right. So it basically becomes like a stone skin almost. Yeah, like a, a weaker stone skin. you just need to ding skin. off the charges with one HP damages. Mm-hmm. It might have an effect if you're fighting, you know, large, scary monsters. Yeah. So maybe it's not I don't know. a problem. Yeah, I don't know. Um, or maybe it always deal resists 4 HP, but the number of charges increases. Either one of the two ways. I just think right now it's become, you know, like a, a crazy version of Stone Skin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Necromancers are crazy versions of wizards. They are. They certainly are. I don't know how I feel about bumping into a level four spell. So this was a huge factor in the survivability of necromancers. 
Mm-hmm. I guess you've also got your undead minions, so maybe it's kind of redundant. Maybe mm. it's fine. It's a higher level of level four ability. Eh. We'll play. We'll play. Uh, do you want to talk sensitivity yeah. to life? Is that something yeah, you're interested cool in? One. I don't think Mousefur would do that to himself. Really? Doesn't uh, yeah. it, like, blows, it like blows up your face when you look at the sun. Um, yeah, just don't look directly in the sunlight. I mean, you shouldn't look directly at the sun anyway, right? I guess so, yeah, okay. I, I think it's very difficult to accidentally stare at the sun, so... Shall I, I read the spell to the people, or would you like to tell them what it is? Sure, I can read this one. Uh, I'm not sure how we're going to use it, but uh, sensitivity to life by enchanting a set of eyeballs laid out before the caster and then inserting them into the eye sockets of a creature. The creature gains a sensitivity to life force. The sensitivity is the strongest in the eyes, but does extend to the whole of the body as the eyes settle in. These eyes can see with infravision 10 feet per level of the caster. This type of infravision is created by drawing out the occupant's spiritual force to somewhat ethereally shifted. The shift allows the spiritual force of the recipient to tug on the life force of those around it in much the opposite way of a comet's tail. So like, you know, comet's tails always face away from the sun and this, you know, you can see the spiritual life always drawn right. towards the, the eyes. I know. Fair enough. This pull on the life force creates a distinct outline around living things. A nasty side effect of the spell is that high energy sources of life become dangerous for the caster, especially to look at. Looking directly at the sun directly immediately oh. destroys the eyes and deals 1d6 damage per caster level to the recipient. Clean flowing water, a nymph spring, a dryad's meadow, and other high-energy life source forces cause discomfort when looked at and pain when surrounded by. This pain can even cause damage or death if the caster is fully immersed in a strong source. The spell lasts one year. For each additional year of life beyond 10, they sacrifice from casting. The eyes used can be the subject or someone else's, but they must fit, and their source conveys no additional benefit. Only the spell expires, or once the spell expires, the eyes rot and fall from the head of the recipient. Okay. So it gives you um, undead infravision, basically. So even in pitch black, you can see the outlines of living things. Um, but, you know, positive energy oh, things are, are, pos- uh, are discomforting mm-hmm. or hurtful. Yeah, I, I'm okay with like the. I think I'm kind of okay with the effects of it. Having information sounds great, but actually scooping out your own eyeballs, and uh, I guess you can see through the eyes of your dead as a necromancer, can't you? So that wouldn't be too disconcerting, right? You could even like possess a skeletal, a skeleton, to perform the surgery. You could, yes. Yeah. So maybe mouse. Oh, I was my first instinct was to use this on the hunters or something. That would make them excellent hunters. If they could Maybe see the outlines of animals around them. Bunnies couldn't hide. Ooh. Charos. Can I can you replace just one eye or does it have to be the matched set? It's a matched set. It's the only way the magic functions. Yeah. And it does uh. eventually spread to the rest of the body, right? The sensitivity. So you know, even if you were to close your eyes and like surround yourself in like a nymph's glade or whatever, it would still be super unpleasant because you're you are now your whole body is enchanted, even though the focus is the eyes. 
Yeah. I feel like narratively, Mousefur could have used some dark teacher or something. Or are these spells just coming to him as strokes of divine inspiration from the winter gods? I think it's the sort of thing where you have been playing with forces of life and death enough that you yeah. kind of like catch on to this and you like catch on to how to raise undead faster. And you've been playing with this sensitivity thing. The um, detect spirits works very yeah. much the same way where you like shave off some of your life and you can like attract the other things around you. And I think yeah. at uh, level yeah. eight, so- is just realizing, Hey, I could make eyeballs that always see this way instead of having to cast the spell. Yeah, so for this, yeah, I think that's all fine for this, like, alpha test campaign. And especially, I mean, in Mousefur's a mad murder hobo with, you know, megalomaniac, right? The <laughs> delusions of grandeur. A murderer, actually. You're not yada, very yada. hobo-like. You've been, you have a home that you've I been returning right. to repe- repeatedly. Murder noble. There um, you go. Murder noble. Also known as just a regular noble. Right, so... Madman Mousefur having these uh, strokes of inspiration that he thinks are coming from uh, from his from divine sources seems fine. I feel like for another necromancer campaign, I feel like having some form of narrative spell learning akin to wizards having to like research spells would probably be appropriate, or having like a a dark tutor or I completely right, agree. Some, yeah, some narrative source for these spells, right? Or having to like seek out dark tomes with the instructions for this crazy eye scooping ritual. Yeah, I think this is definitely something that should have to be learned in any subsequent campaign. But this is the, you know, the alpha test I mean, of everything. For the alpha test, we just want to like th- we just want to u- throw out the new spell and see how it functions. Right, right. But I think the way to do it would be to have like some narrative spell learning involved with each of these new abilities. Mm-hmm potentially even like player driven and there's probably other spells you could come up with beyond what's on the list but like so like seeking out necromantic tablets or whatever mm-hmm. yeah like, i think that would be a, a fun way to do it quest lead yeah um so maybe mousefer will scoop out his own eyes i think we're gonna do all the surgery and stuff back at winter's reach um cleaning up pines okay so we've feasted prisoners dealt with Max age so good. Um, let's okay. use some of these souls. Let's use some of uh, um, we need livestock. Um, once the hunters are back with the brands, we'll set them to work uh, rounding up livestock for skeletal sacrifices. I want to raise some ghouls first off. Okay. I guess I should have saved some HP, but that's fine. So let's mass raise ghouls first day of uh, first day after the siege of Pinespur. Um. Yeah. Well, hold on. Before, let's just put a, a pin in that for a moment. Yeah. Um. And zoom out and look at the bigger scale of Mousefer's desires, because we can raise undead till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. But what do you want? Like, what is Mousefer's next move? Is he done? Has he conquered Gadia and his goals have been achieved? Is he is his attention turning elsewhere? There was talk of mercenaries coming in in this direction. Is that something yeah. he's going to look into? This whole area over here has sort of been unexplored. Are you yeah. are you just assuming they're going to fall in line, or do they also need to be 
brought now, I'm to expecting justice. There will, I'm expecting there will be cleanup. So I think the immediate plan is to tidy Pine Spur, right? To clear out all the dead bodies, probably raise all the dead bodies as uh, mm-hmm. as undead and get them out of Pine Spur. We'll leave Pine Spur to hopefully, right? We didn't, I didn't want to sack Pine Spur. I kind of wanted to leave it semi-functional. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we were talking, um, yeah, and there's there's this new spell to play with, so returning to Winter's Reach and performing surgery on my eyes seems interesting. Um, traveling to Cal Isle with this uh, rebel knight and uh, retaking that is certainly an option. And like you said, looking into the mercenaries. So there's, there's a bunch to do. Um, I think it will take a week or more to uh, raise back the, all of these fallen soldiers and skeletons in Pine Spur. Mm-hmm. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get distracted. I mean, maybe leaving fields of dead bodies outside of Pine Spur is an interesting thing. Like fields, of, yeah, the battlefield with mm-hmm. soldiers and stuff. But we'll spend at least a little bit of time getting Pine Spur in order before I think heading back to Winter's Reach and then following up on other things. I guess, yeah. Is that rambling answer? That's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to know. While we're looking at this zoomed out map, should we clean up some of these? uh, Oh yes, these these companies, we can just move them off to the side. I think I can just delete these little skellies. I'll keep one skelly guy hanging around. Actually, the black black company is occupying Vinesburg right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Mousefur is as well. These hunters were heading back to Winter's Reach. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, let's raise some stuffs. You can raise eight times the regular amount of creatures per day, per night, whatever you want to call it. So, um. What do you want to do? So that means what do you want to raise? in a day, I could raise I can raise sixty four mm-hmm. of whatever is an appropriate level. So that would be at eighth level, level five and below. Includes skeleton warriors, cool. but well, not blood knights. Mm-hmm. Um, but specters, warriors, ghouls, zombies, ghosts, regular or phantoms, regular skeletons. Yeah. I think I need more uh need more HP. Do you, um, what do you need the HP for? Ghouls. Those mm. take Oh, I can do a day of ghouls. Yeah, ghouls take so a quarter. 16 HP will get me 64 ghouls. Mhm. 16 HP and 64 years. Mm-hmm. Which you have plenty of now. You're sitting at 200-something? Yeah, not after this day. That's a busy day. So I think we, uh, using the fresh bodies on the battlefield, Mouseford just goes and goes walks amongst the dead and raises back all of these soldiers as ghouls. Or at least a good chunk of them. The raising begins. The ghouls ride from the fields. Do you do this during the day or during the night? Out of curiosity. 
Uh, don't matter. Probably, probably during the day after a full night's rest. But okay, it's I mean it's eight hours of raising. Right, mouse are walking amongst fields. So does this is this less? Well, you said there's there's prep, right? So the bodies get gathered and piled yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After a day, we're down to one ninety two. All my HP though, so from 30 down 16, I'm 14 HP at the end of all that. And we spend uh, eight hours raising ghouls. 64 ghouls, what are, what are we gonna do with 64 ghouls? I don't know, but I'm not gonna run into the same problems as last battle. Mm -mm. All right, so day one brings us 64 ghouls. What mm -hmm. does day two bring us? Um, I think it's time to raise. Uh, let's see, zombies take HP as well. Oh, that's large. Regular zombies just take years. Mm-hmm. Just years of your life. Can you raise sixty-four zombies in a day? You can. You've gotten very good at raising zombies now. Instead of this long procedure where you have to carefully remove this and put some blood here and stitch it up and make sure it's all done, you're such a deft hand at it that it's, you know, cut, 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 pull, blood, push, you know, put this back over, prep all of these, and then raise at once. You're so much faster at it. I'm gonna burn through my souls so fast, you know. Need more, more. Um, I spell to warriors also require souls. Is that correct? I believe so. Spell to warrior one year, and medium mm. animals. Mm. Medium right, animals well, going to be the problem. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to collect all the dogs in the town. Just all the stray dogs, that's what the hunters are for, right? Mm -hmm. um, the rat catchers. So after a second day of raising, we will be down to 128.75 years. I'm mortal. All right, so first day is 64 ghouls. Let's see the second day is 64 regular zombies. Okay. 64 zombies. All right. God, that's... And then I hopefully by this day, the hunters will have returned with the brand. Mm-hmm. And we can start raising skeletons. Okay. The man gets branded. And start doing brands. Yeah. The uh, so by a, a couple of days of hanging out with the uh, the rebel. I can never remember his name. Doesn't really matter. The rebel knight. Mm -hmm. He's uh, ready to willingly take a brand. He will take a brand. Take his mark. Take up his mark of command. Has he had any questions? Have there oh, been philosophical yeah. conversations about? Uh, you know. Well, the first thing is, you know, have you and, have you yeah. heard of my family? You know, anything about them and. Of course you haven't and 
He sort of asked for a brief yeah, history I'll, I'll, of what's happened by, while the time he was gone. Yeah, I will say that, uh, you know, I, I, I knew that there were other... Uh, that there were, there were others, that they, that there were other houses of uh, old Gadia out there. But, uh, you know, he's, he's the first that I've, I've encountered. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm the Lord of Winter, a, uh, a loyal servant of the Winter Gods. And they have uh, heard our prayers and sent their soldiers enslaved uh the enemies the uh you know the bodies and souls of the uh Eridonian invaders to uh, rise up and fight back at their former comrades what a blessing doesn't he agree yes what a <laughs> blessing who are these winter gods you speak of your house does not worship the winter gods i've never heard of them before But I am willing to believe in any god that brings these barbarians to their knees. Yeah. So your your house did not worship the old gods? Or have such records been lost? Have the gods changed? We worshipped Astaire and Martha. Astaire and Martha are the gods of the Eridonians. They were, uh... They were brought here with the invaders. Now, not that these gods are not real and do not have power, but they are just one side of the coin. Well, foolish Eridonians and their so-called uh, sages and prophets are blinded by their own arrogance. They do not see reality for how it really is. When I make it home, if there is anything left of my family, I shall look into these winter gods of yours. What are their names? The, uh... Uh, Is this conversation going on in Eridonian or in Gadian? Uh, I think you guys probably started in Eridonian, but if you try Gadian, he speaks it. Yeah, that's probably how we would converse if he's comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah. I think you'll switch to Gadian once you realize that you both speak it. Yeah, we must... Uh, we must... You know, heed their power. Speaking the names of, uh, of the gods of winters may invoke their notice, their wrath. Crashing of lightning on command. I see. One uh, one should not uh, speak of the winter gods unless they wish to invoke their power. Dark deities, it seems. Hmm? Without uh, darkness, there can be no light. Without shadow, no flame. He Without looks around death, to the. <laughs> there can the... be no life. The ghouls rising around as you have this conversation. He nods appropriately. I may have misplaced my faith before. But I see what has... He's like 75 now. You know, he was a rebellion in his... In in rebellion in his 20s, and it's been 50 years. So... Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So after a few days of these philosophical conversations, he comes around and uh, grace, gracefully ex accepts the mark, es especially once Does. it's uh, clear to him that it will allow him to uh, go unnoticed amongst the dead. They will mm -hmm. see him as uh, protected, blessed by the gods of winter. Mm-hmm. In fact, we could probably even give him a mark of command or a mark of allegiance. What do they call oh, it? Oh, mark of allegiance. Right, if he's going to go and take back Kel Isle with a bunch of skeletons, I don't know if I want to go micromanaging them for him. You can give him some skeletons and a mark of allegiance and he'll be able to sort it out. Yeah, that might be what we do here. Um, mark of allegiance. Control over the cast. Yeah, I mean, it... Do you want him? Should we? I feel like we should roll some some things, like charisma checks or something, to see if he is legitimately converted, convinced, or if if he's not, if he fools me enough. All right. Right. But based on the way these conversations have been going, it sounds like he's converted. Well, why don't you give me a wisdom willpower check? This isn't to convince, or is, it, is this to convince, or is this just to tell if he is genuine? I think this is to tell, and he seems, it's taken a couple days, but he seems convinced that you're onto something. Like, clearly you've got these minions and these undead armies, and yeah. you, and the, the Winter Gods are pretty terrible sounding people, but like, <laughs> Reps, shit, like, they're fucking real, I, right? Yeah, how yeah, else would you raise undead? Mind, and this is, I mean, probably what, what he's rambled to this poor, uh, poor knight over the couple days is mm -hmm. like, Herodonians brought this upon themselves, right? They showed up and took this land that wasn't theirs mm -hmm. and sat on it for nearly 200 years. Mm -hmm. um, and they they brought Winter's Curse down by committing these crimes against uh, reality, mm -hmm. right? They yeah. swung things too far out of balance, and now death is here to bring it back the other way. So he will believe, and he converts. Yeah. Now, I just will. for the the viewers out there, there's no such thing as winter gods. They're not real. But but you know this guy believes them, and 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 uh, Malsifer believes them. And I know some of you have all been converts as well. I mean, Malsifer's just I, too charismatic. He's, he's convincing the real people. I don't know that this. I mean, I've nailed that willpower check. I mean, this guy may not fully. I mean, he's he. I think Malsifer believes that he will. Uh, be a loyal enough servant, right? He's not going to go running off with these skeletons and do something. I mean, he'll take the skeletons and he's, he'll retake Kalisle and the name of Old Gadia. We serve the same, but I, I mean, I don't. It doesn't. I mean, he's never heard of the Winter Gods. What sort of crazy craziness is that? Yeah, he's mostly just saying what he needs to say to survive, right? Okay. And he sees the evidence before his eyes. Yeah, and the these dead are walking amongst them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just. Uh, crazy lord of winter thinks that he's a prophet of the winter gods and so be it he's got the undead army we serve the same ends right his rebellion is i don't know yeah enemy of my enemy is yeah crazy necromancer all right so uh in front of all the uh all the hunters we'll mark this uh this night what was his name mind oh. me your name again sir knight um, he was de something, right? De. Uh, 
Yes, this something. Can't remember. I'm looking on the document that I pulled his name from. I can't find it. That's fine. Doesn't matter. Mouse person is forgetting. It wasn't deposit. It was de... de... blame? De ba... Spacho? Don't... Don't, don't look at chat, you know. He was not Sir Despacito. <laughs> Lord of the Beat. Deceased? <laughs> De... De blame? Doesn't matter. De Deferral. That's what it was. Deferral. Deferral. Okay. Were you... Was he a knight? Yes, Kel Deferral. Well, he was a knight, but he's been stripped of his knighthood. Cal. He would have been called Cal Deferral? 25 years ago... Before okay. my 50 years ago, before my failed uprising, I was a knight. They've stripped it from me, though. You know, in old Gadia, they called the knights by their proper title of Sir and not Cal. Hmm. But this... Well, then I guess they never stripped anything from me. I haven't been a Cal for 50 years, but I've always been a Sir. Sir deferral. This guy, yeah. Seems content enough to let Malsever, this like 19 year old kid, tell him uh, how things were in Old Gadia. Mm hmm. Alright, um, so I'll sacrifice three years to give him a mark of servitude. Did you also want to give him a mark of allegiance? Aren't they. Don't they stack? They do. Or do they... Yeah. So the mark of servitude oh, is two years, mark of allegiance three. is three, and you need both so of them. So it's a total command. of five or is it a total of three? Total of five to be able to command. So there's no purpose in Mark of Allegiance on its own? Uh, no, it, it requires a Mark of Servitude. It will not function on its own. It's like, a, you know, an upgrade. <clears throat> All right, so with the two brands, that'll be two more years, five total years. Um, I have to choose which type of undead he can control. Is that just like an option? That's like if I don't want him to be able to command blood knights, he doesn't get to. Right, right. So That's you... Definitely, I mean, so the blood knights, I mean, yeah. Blood knights are definitely off limits. Uh, is this decided at the time of branding? Is like the brand different for different levels? So I, I think I... the only brand I would... I think it's more of like a, the ritual that goes with the brand determines the depth of the control. So the okay. you know a lighter ritual gives you lighter undead to control. A deeper ritual gives you more undead. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think I'm fine with him commanding everything except for uh, blood knights and the like spirits, which I guess doesn't really matter much, but. So right, no so ghosts can... and no blood knights, but the everything below that is fine. Even like specters and shades. Well, I don't know. Hey, everything doubt... below ghosts is okay. fine. Yeah, I doubt it'll right. actually come into play. He's just going to march off yeah. and do his own thing. Yeah, so we'll send him off with a bunch of zombies and ghouls and skeletons or whatever, and he can go retake Kel Isle. Excellent. Go off on your holy quest, brave, brave Sir Deferral. I, def I defer my uh, conquest of Kel Isle to you. <laughs> So okay. maybe he'll come back, or maybe he'll be crushed by uh, mercenaries on the Lindel Plain. 
<sighs> Sorry, I just had a, a candy delivery for... I don't know why, but there's now candy in my room. Ooh. Where's my candy? I don't know. Where is she? What? Uh, working. Nah. Like any productive person. Ha! Okay. Um... Uh, deferred. We got our hunters back. Get uh, they didn't happen to bring any sacks of rats, did they? If you told them you needed a few sacks of rats, they will have brought yeah, I them. Didn't, I think I forgot to tell them. I mean, I don't know. I'm, if they were if they were good hunters, they would they would anticipate. If they were good loyal servants, they would anticipate my needs. Or maybe uh, uh, they are loyal servants. I rolled a die for maybe it. Ro maybe Rose Grove remembered. Yeah, so they well they they, they not only bring the rats, but they bring Rose Grove and oh. Lilith and the Butcher and the Cult of the Butcher or whatever they're called. Cultists, yeah. The cultists, cult yeah, the same. Yeah. The core people who build, who make up your, what's the word? Um, your infrastructure mm -hmm. are brought to Pine Spur. Interesting. I wasn't anticipating that, but fair enough. Welcome. Retinue. Lords of Gadia. Retinue, yeah. That's the term for these people. Einspur. Enjoy the heated toilet seats. <laughs> and I guess uh, I guess for now, the court of winter will occupy Pinespur. Maybe mm -hmm. that old knight in his quest uh, hangs around for a little while. Sure. Rests and recuperates, hangs out, like, if, hangs out with the living for once. Regains some of his strength, gets yeah. fed, you know, cuts his hair. Gets new mm -hmm. clothes. Um, oh. Once he's, you know, cleaned up a little bit, he does look like a, a refined nobleman. Yeah. They mm. may have broken him physically, but they never broke him um, philosophically or ideolo ideologically. Okay. All right, then. And uh, with... Uh bags of rats and uh i think the hunters will uh see to uh keeping peace in pine spur rounding up any stray dogs mm -hmm. and let's mass produce a bunch of skeletons how many uh how many skeletons will it take to clean up the battlefield I and mean, so i think that's the order with the cult of the butcher they'll we'll spend the week or so gathering the bodies of the dead mm -hmm. well the and the ghouls that you raised that day will help tremendously. Mm. Yeah. They can shred the bodies, turn them into skeletons very quickly. Mm. And um, then your other minions, it, you know, it's a, a compounding interest thing. Every minion you raise makes it easier to raise more minions. Yeah. So I think in a matter of days, the battlefield is cleaned and converted yeah, how many uh, regular skeletons shall I raise? How many how many rats can we gather? How many stray dogs? What will be the limiting factor here? How many how many bodies are there on the battlefield? I don't think we're gonna start. We're not gonna be digging up graveyards or anything, but we're gonna okay. clean up the walls. Bodies on the battlefield. Let's find. And there out. also my my fallen skeletons can be re raised. So there are about a hundred of those plus a bunch of zombies. Zombies could have been that as well. So there are about 152 living. 
And then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Plus, uh, for a total of 304 corpses. So we'll just call it 300 corpses. Um, some of I've these zombies have been hacked into bits and would need to be, like, re-stitched together. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah. 176. Um... Well, so, all right, so let's, let's, can we get so, a couple hundred rats and dogs? Is that a, is yes. that a thing? The butcher and the rat catcher can come and provide you with whatever they found in the meantime, and they can be set to work in the new town. And as the days pass, people can't hide in their homes forever. They still need to go back to their fields and work them. Otherwise, they won't make it through the rest of the year. They need to do go and get water and, you know, life must continue. And so yeah. slowly, bit by bit, people come out of their homes. Yeah, at first, it's like a brave soul who decides to run to the well to get some water. And then they realize that the uh, undead aren't murdering them. Mm -hmm. And then think more and more people start poking out of their homes and... Uh, and life sort of returns to normal, kind of, except now there are skeletons on the walls and the, you know, there's bodies outside that are being stacked up and turned into undead and dark rituals mm -hmm. and this weird heavy set man running around with a, a, a rat claver hacking, you know, catching rats and chopping their tails off and tying them together or whatever it is the butcher does, you know, and dog catchers and people's dogs go missing and, you know, like conveniently, there's there's cultists there to, to provide pamphlets and fill them in on what's going on <laughs> and uh, what the winter gods have in mind for their soul. Yep. And I think life sort of just continues under the new leadership here. So um, let's crank through those corpses. Right. Um, I'll just go ahead and turn all 176 into basic skeletons. Does that Perfect. seem like the way to clean up the battlefield? Love it. Um, so there's, that's like two and a half days of skeleton raising for a total of like five plus days post-battle. Mm -hmm. um, 176 plus 32 is 208. And... Cool. Um... That's probably fine for mass raising. Mm-hmm. This army is, like, plenty. 500 undead soldiers. Like, how much do you really need to control an island? It's a good we'll find question. Out. Right. Where do you, and where do you put them? <laughs> um, let's... Why don't you give me a series of willpower checks? Like, a one per day and how many days have we spent doing this five so far this has been five i think we're on to the sixth or something so there's a pass three, a pass hmm. a pass that's three four Ooh. Ooh. the fifth day there's a there's, there's a fail. yeah on the fifth day there are you know some civilian wanders too close to some skeletons because they've just been standing on the walls not moving for 
for five days now. And someone goes up to, like, poke it to see what happens, and the skeleton, like, turns around and hacks the person to bits. Um, totally. You know, they, yeah. Yeah. Justice. Lessons learned, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Was that all that I meant to... That's, yeah, that was just to see if... This event, yeah, teaches the populace a lesson, I assume. Perhaps. They, they are properly fearful of the skeletons, and as word spreads around about this, they give them a, a very wide berth, if the skeletons mm-hmm. are guarding the like major entrance in and out of town, people will start taking, like, finding a gap in the wall somewhere or a, a spot where the wall isn't defended by skeletons and bringing ladders and crossing, you know, no closer than 200 feet to these things. Um, the presence of the undead sort of makes the city work less efficiently because everyone's always trying to avoid them and keep them at a distance and at bay. Um, so the, the undead are slightly interfering with the city's operations. Yeah, I mean, after about five days, I think we're going to move this army out. Oh, I, I think when, once the battlefield is cleaned up and the army's been raised, I think we're going to move okay. it a little bit. Um, there's taunts, like, in the evenings of these five days, or, like, maybe on the, on the end of that partial day where I only raised 48 skeletons, I do want to uh, look around the keep. I mean, I guess my household will have, like, tidied up the furniture a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Mousefur wants to look at their records, though, their library, their books, their mm-hmm. ledgers. Um, the main goals being to track down any of the uh, lost Gadian families. Maybe even uh, Sir Deferral is set to, to this task. Ooh, okay. Um, yes. I don't know if that's going to be found in Pinesfur, but that's one that's one that, major goal of Malsifers. That information would um, be found in Pinesburg specifically, yeah. And Lord okay. Rosegrove can help you dig through these things and find the books and, you know, pull information out for you. And one thing you'll note is that once Lord Rosegrove gets here, he stops referring to you as my lord or my lord and starts referring to you as my grace or my grace or your grace. He, he changes his honorific pronouns. Seems fair enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know if that's something no, that you that, yeah. take note of, but he and the the that, cultists start referring to you as Grace or King or something like that. King Mousefur. I don't know that Mousefur sees himself as a king. Maybe more of it as an interim king. Like he's he's still. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I guess. We'll see what these records hold. Mm-hmm. But until a more rightful heir to uh, to the throne shows up, we'll, uh, we'll serve as protectors to Winter's Kingdom. Okay. Why don't you give me an intelligence check to see if you can sort through this information uh, quickly and easily and find, find who might be the rightful heir by your calculations? Yeah, or even if there's any families, like if there's records of who the Gadian noble families that were, maybe that were in open rebellion against the Eridonian invaders or those that fled, those, yeah. Well, according to your records, or the records you found here, the Graysons were the last people, the last, like, uh, line of kings. And the last Grayson, I don't know if you really like these guys, because they did bend the knee. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. The, the last Grayson died very recently, you know, a couple years ago, or maybe earlier this year. 
Mm -hmm. And um, there is an offshoot of the family. If you roll back a few generations, there's like a brother who then like had this other line over here. Uh, and they live in North Gadia, sort of near uh, the Winterwood. Where's my map? Summerwood? The Summerwood. Yeah, yeah, the Summerwood. <laughs> um, this oh. used to be called the Winterwood back when this area was frozen over. This used to be the cold area instead of the, the south, but things got changed ages ago. That's why this is still called Ice Cap and the Frost Flow and Snowmelt Rivers. Just a bit of map making lore. Um, up here is the old, like an offshoot of the Grayson family. Um, that, according to your research, would technically be the next in line to to rule. Um, Given the name, the Summerwood, I think that's definitely our next destination. Um, too uh, too ominous a name. Are there other mentions? Is this is this it? Like, is how is house Grayson the end of the line were there other were there barons uh, and whatnot similar to yes yes there are a few other noble families that were noble families before the conquest and still exist today most of them have disappeared but yeah maybe if Rosegrove is here helping with the research I'll set him to this like I'll you know say have him follow up on these other smaller houses here's Mm -hmm. a here's the list of barons or here right these are the barons that are missing or that, you know, yeah. Send like, send letters, send messages out, send letters out to these uh, to these barons, see if you can find them, see if you can uh, track them down. Tell them what? Like, what, what? What should I tell them, my lord? That the Eridonian invaders have been defeated and that it is time for the uh, old lords of winter to take, uh, take reign over what is rightfully theirs. Should I gather them here or just tell them to uh, assert themselves? Uh, find them first. Let me know if any can be located. Right? Isn't this a whole list of people that? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it, they're maybe they're minor nobles in like far corners of the, the island. Maybe some of them. Are, I was hoping some of them would be in the city, but it sounds like maybe not. Uh, there yeah. might be one or two houses in the city. We will set Lord Rosegrove to this task of mailing out information. Wow, wow, these are amazing roles. Um, we'll set him to sending out information and meeting up with, you know, telling these people what's up and collecting yeah. the list of the living families and organizing it. It'll take days, probably weeks of work. Yeah, that's what um, I expected. Yeah. Okay. Chat's, there... gonna, chat's reading my mind as to the other uh, area of of research interest. I don't know if I've the coral sword. This. Yeah. Another thing that uh, Mousefur is interested in is the uh, ancestral blade of the kings of Gadia, the, the legendary coral sword. Is there mention of this in any of the books in Pinespur? Most I can't, certainly. I feel like, yeah. Um, shall I roll an in check to uh, research this, to come across it? Or is there like, a luck check to fortuitously stumble upon these pages? Uh, give me an int check, yeah. Because there's, you know, there's libraries and libraries. Critical fail one. Ooh. How does this go wrong? Uh, it goes wrong in that there is this big-ass library full of books, and any one of them could be the Coral Sword. You know, have information, and Malsifer sets down with a couple of books and starts flipping through them, and 
there's nothing there and you're looking out across the hundreds of books here and you're like this could take me months to find this information and i think <laughs> it's just like it's not worth your time and you sort of i think i'll, internally I think I'll give drop up. it as a pipe dream right we've located the old houses of gadia mm -hmm. um yeah yeah Coral maybe lost history uh, maybe it's something that you could set someone to later and they could you know work on, on it in the background fail. i don't even know if i'm i think i'm just going to drop it and we'll see okay. um after a few days the skeletal army is causing problems in pinespur uh, with this lead in the summer wood um how many it's been five days i need more hp so i was at um was there blood to drink or uh, can lilith heal me i assume that raising dead is a strenuous activity and i can't gain hp correct i, I think if you're working eight hours a day to raise undead yeah that's strenuous enough um living there are two cultists with juicy amounts of hp um six and eight that could give me three four or even even have a healthy member healthy citizens of pine spur brought before me to make sacrifices mm -hmm. i think that seems appropriate i'll send send the hunters around pine spur at some point in these five days to uh i don't know how they would appropriately decide who needs to uh pay tribute but well i think the first people the that are brought to you are the gay the eridonian lords that live here in town oh they're eridonian lords Oh yeah, there. I mean, there's noble houses in town, and many of them are Eridonian. Yeah. Yeah. So the hunters, if they don't, I mean, if they don't outright murder these people, maybe they drag. Do they drag them to the keep? Mm-hmm. They bring them to the keep. Face trial, or what? Are, what are their? Or is this? Are they just? Bringing it's more them of like a surprise. Like you're resting one day in the keep, mm -hmm. and one of the hunters comes up and says, "Ugh, your grace." We have brought mm -hmm. you sacrifices. And like makes a sweeping gesture to these former nobles who had their clothes like ripped and torn, but still wearing them, but like hanging in rags and shrouds. And uh, they look fairly defeated. Is this just like one family or did they go and gather like everyone that they could track down? Yeah, right now it's just three. It is okay. a father with his two children, uh, his two sons. Mm -hmm. And they're standing before you in, in tatters. What uh, do we have here? <clears throat> does I would like to bring or, you... Uh, or does, is this Vlad speaking? This is Vlad. I would like to introduce you to former Lord Corsani and his sons. Corsani? Even saying that name offends my Gadian tongue. I thought you might feel that way, my lord. They are foreigners of the worst kind. They come from far over the seas, beyond Eridon, from the lands beyond. Hmm. You stood with the uh, interlopers. 
Lord Corsani tries to step forward, but his feet are bound by a short rope, so he stumbles a little, and he stands up as straight as he can and says, <clears throat> My family has rule, has, has served Pinespur for generations. I know not of your plights and your fights and your politics. We are, we are here to serve. Politics are for the realms of men. Our problems are much deeper than that. Our fight is much deeper than that. Generations. Who does he think he is? Well, I mean, if his grandfather was born here, that's that's generations. Certainly yeah. is post conquest, though. Yeah, I'm not going to think too much about this. Um, you must uh, atone for your crimes. Justice must be served. Pay tribute to the Winter Gods, and I'm going to drain life force, or drain HP from these three. Mm. So they're unconscious at least. So that's three souls. How much HP is there the between them? Lord Corsani has five hit points. His mm-hmm. sons have two and five, respectively. Two okay, so that's two plus one plus, plus two. another two is six. Mm-hmm. Um meh. And throw them in the dungeons. Actually, two of them are still conscious after that. The two HP one falls unconscious. Yeah, so pick up your son. Take them to the dungeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, there, are there more lords? There are. If you ask, uh, they will go ahead and find you a few more lords more. here and there and bring them to more. you. Yeah. Yeah. There are plenty of lords and ladies that are outsiders. So I think think that's what's happening as well in Pinespur, right? Most of the populace are free to go, but they know that the hunters are rounding up anyone that they can, that had ties to the old old leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. To the keep. Yep. Uh, What would you like to do with these people? Would you like to Um, sacrifice them for years? I need to drink HP for now. So until, like, Malspur is a full, we'll keep gathering them and draining them. Maybe if, if anyone offends me, I, I might eat their soul. But so, mm-hmm. based on that first conversation, it's going to be pretty mundane. Yeah. Yeah. The, none of these I mean, people are going to really stand on principle here. They've already been defeated. Let me see. Let me just see if there are any lords or ladies that... No, none of these people are willing to stand up to the yeah, undead how many, king. So how many are brought or have, are found in these in these this six days or whatever it is? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. So that's plenty to uh, drink HP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. How can we just can you do some quick rolls to see how many I need to drain to get another? 10 HP. Sure. Um, to get how much HP? 10. Uh, you only need four. 
the, the next four people brought before you are seven, four, seven, and seven. Very nice. Okay. All right. So the old lords are rounded up. They are forced to give tribute to uh, the winter gods. Mm-hmm. Master drinks to full. With 24, is that too many to keep in the dungeons? You no, kill the dungeons had more than 30 before. Okay. So they can be imprisoned in the dungeons for now. Perfect. Oh, I wanted to do my uh, is it, sensitivity we... life ritual. We haven't taken a break in a long time, have we? Uh, we have not. Why don't we take a break we right here? Break. Yeah, let's yeah. Take a break here. Yeah, yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes, everybody. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Hello. So, how's it, how's it going in Pinespur? Um, the night is dark and full of terrors, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so warm and toasty on these... Uh, Heated Hot toilet water. seats. Heated yeah. toilet seats in in the uh, mm. you know in they, the noble house. They haven't discovered using porcelain for their toilets yet. They're still using like limestone, so they can be pretty nasty to scrub out. But the limestone does allow them to have like hot water flow up and through the toilet, so the entire toilet is warm. Which this might... cleaning to me sounds like a job for skeletal specialists. <laughs> sure. Um. All right, we've done up to five days. Day six of the conquest yeah. of Pine Spur. I think day six was where, I mean, things started to get ugly. We finished cleaning up the battlefield. So I think Malsfer is going to take his, uh, take the skeletal company and march it on out of town. As you're getting ready to march out of town, your company's forming up, your hunters are bringing you provisions for your section of the journey. Lilith and um, Rosegrove are talking about who to... should stay, who should go. You know, you're you're yeah. sorting out the details. A single gnome approaches you when you're on top of your nightmare. Is he on foot? He is on foot. He's tiny. He's like two and a half feet tall. Um, at how most. Do, how do I even notice him? Is he brought to me or does he come approach me? He walks... She, he, it. Hold on, let me roll my d6. She walks up to you proudly, boldly, you know, kind of finding an open space where there's no one dead and just like making a beeline towards you, staring at you the whole time. Does he um, have, is it armed? No, she's not armed. She's she, not armed? She's, okay. She has um, a, a hammer on one lapel, not like a, an embroidered hammer over one shoulder. Uh, and an embroidered saw or a saw on another and then there's like a wrench embroidered on like the top of this and there's all these like tools embroidered on her clothing uh, all over the place and she walks up to you as, as bravely as she can but when she gets close you can see that she's quaking in her boots mm-hmm <clears throat> hello hello down there I Mouseford is like looking around trying to figure out how this gnome got here or like because right, we're probably out on the field, right? At these old tore up battlefields. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of uh, <laughs> skeletal soldiers assembled nearby. Uh, hello, hello there, my <laughs> king. There is something for you which I bring. Mm. Um, I think this mouse of fur turns his nightmare and dismounts. 
it's probably disconcerting to be speaking at such a distance to such a small thing. Mm-hmm. She does, reveals does she have that a, uh, an item. She's pulling a small, like little red rider wagon behind her, uh, with pause. a tarp over it that she opens, and there is a, a crossbow in the wagon. Mm-hmm. I we. My people do not know how you feel about the gnomes, but this, for many, many years, has been our home. We have made countless improvements, including uh, toilet heating and various other forms of improved seating. We wish your permission to stay and continue our research into the thermodynamics of the lake. And if you allow us here, this will not have been a mistake. A mistake. Hmm. I look this gnome up and down. Yeah. She's young. The, by yeah. even by gnomish stand by by gnomish standards, she's quite young. She's got to be like thirty years old or something. Hmm. Um. Who? And who might I ask? Uh, are you? They Mouse call crouches me, down next to her. They call me Kelly, although my first name is Grace. Your Grace. Mm. Kelly. Do I? Does Mouseprint know anything about gnomes? I guess it should have occurred to him that they were here and they made these uh, made use of the steam power. But uh, you know that they are exceptionally long-lived creatures. Hmm. You know that they are tinkerers, and you know that they've created the heating and various other interesting things throughout Pinespur. You also know that they are often annoying and frustrating, and if they they will overpromise and then overdeliver, but then it like takes them five times as long as they thought it would, and ten times as much money. So they're very frustrating. I know frustrating. how long they've been here, or they've, are they involved in human politics? They have been part of Gadia since before the conquest. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they are are would they be would they have been a noble house of gnomes or are the gnomes no. separate from human society? They exist in human society, but they don't really care for it. They they sort yeah. of fit into the servant class, sort yeah. of, because um, that's how they get treated. But they they maybe should be more of like a, an educated, sophisticated class if you were a, a, a just ruler. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, your people have uh, nothing to fear from the House of Winter. Um, this, uh, this, uh, yeah. This war need not concern you. You may, yeah, I can live here in peace, continue doing their gnoming. We, we can stay? Uh, Is that what you have to say? Uh, indeed, you may uh, stay in Pinespur. Your, uh, oh, your work with the toilet seats is legendary. Thank you, Your Grace. Uh, wh- this so is a compliment a... that we shall not forget, not one of my race. Yeah, what is it? So what is this uh, crossbow in the, sh- in the sled? Is it- it's a crossbow. It's a, a really well done crossbow with intricate metalwork, and mm-hmm. there seems to be like a crank that's attached into the crossbow, so you don't have to add a separate crank. It just like 
there's a lever that pops out on the bottom and you spin it around and then like you put it back into place and pop it back in so it's <laughs> maybe a more efficient it probably no in-game bonuses but you know is is this a uh tribute my lord tri tribute oh, took the word right out of my mouth Uh, I'm afraid I have no gift in return, but uh, save my protection. You are now free from the uh, Eridonian invaders. Your people may continue to live here as they have. Um, I don't. They probably don't want to be marked to uh, to avoid the undead. Just, uh... If your grace would permit one small request. You have, yeah. You have uh, my ear. A, 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 an examination of your creations would be best. How do they work? How do they move? The, uh, do, do they... the armies of winter. Um, Malsifer, like, beckons one of the uh, blood knights closer. Do do they trip over? A, would would they trip over a, a, a street groove? Oh, uh, May I approach, or will it smite me like a small roach? Do, uh, sheath your, your sword. Mousefur commands the Blood Knight in Gadian. Do not, sword. do not attack the uh, and do not attack the gnome. This is all in Gadian. Right, right. The gnome uh, doesn't speak Gadian, so you may approach. I say in uh, common. It comes up to the skeleton's knees and starts like immediately pulls out some calipers and starts measuring at this and that, and then pulls out like a small ruler and a, a little measuring tape and quickly sets Must... to work just examining the the joints and the structures I... and starts crawling up its bones and looking at its hips and. You know, pretty soon the little gnome is crawling all over the skeleton. Yeah, Malsifer's jaw goes agape. Uh, I must warn you, without my protection, that the, uh, you would not be so safe. Of course, of course. I, I certainly need your protection from this strange direction. Uh, I'll, I'll work quickly. And, and be <laughs> out of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, we can just mic drop there if you want. Sure, um, sure. So Mousefur is content to leave the uh, the gnomes to work their magic or in uh, in pine spurs they have for generations. Mm -hmm. They're, they're fine. We don't have any. I don't. I think I see them as outside of this uh, this conflict. Yeah. Um, they'll probably. Well, I mean, I think once the army leaves Pine Spur and the hunters take on Wardenship. I'll probably be safe without uh, any particular protection. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess I'll accept this gift. What did you? What did you? What would you? How would you describe this crossbow? Is it just like a mechanical crossbow? Amish crossbow? Yeah, an Amish crossbow. Uh, we, it will function as a light crossbow for all intents and purposes. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're this is sort of like a stylistic, fancy already, maneuver yeah. thingy here. Um, I already have and, a uh, a light crossbow. Mm -hmm. So this is no, yeah, this is just a Namish version of the uh, one that I had. I mean, not that this isn't a an impressive gift, right? Like, 
crossbows are uh, are expensive, right? I don't mm -hmm. know what one of these costs, especially an intricate one like this. Dozens of gold. Dozens of gold pieces, thousands, certainly. Thousands of copper. Yes. And right? it is a feat of engineering. It and, is. Uh, and more than that, like the, the, the work that binds it together, it's not just like a bracket that wraps around this. It's a bracket that has like little um, etchings and carvings and little accent marks put on it. So it's, it's not just a, a work of technological um, improvement. It's also an artistic uh, piece. Um, yeah. Was this, what was with all the uh, patches on the gnome? Are those like guild marks or like a... Yeah, if you ask, like, she'll tell you that these are markings for her servitude to her people. Um, they, we are proud to say we now make up 15% of the population. It's uh, certainly fair, something that we, that for which we deserve congratulations. No, right. Gnomes breed quickly and rapidly and we have no natural like, enemies. Are these like merit? Oh God! Are these like merit badges? Is this uh, is this one mean you can? Uh, yeah. You can you can smith, and this one means you can. Uh... Merit badges is a little condescending, but yes, they are. They're marks. They're like, they're like her um, diplomas or certificates of accomplishments on her, on her mm -hmm. outfit. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell her that the skeletons will uh, tear her apart as if I'm not there to protect her. Um, if they would, yeah. They're probably best keeping their uh, species clear of these uh, of the current war. But uh, if they would like to swear fealty to the side of winter, then uh, um, we we swear fealty to the hammer and the mate uh, and the, and the saw. Yeah, that's Not... what I figured. Yeah. yeah. Uh... All right. So I will take this uh, fine gnomish crossbow. Does it come with bolts or just? No, it's just the crossbow itself. They use the standard bolts. There was like an auto reloader. Is that what you were describing? Well, like... normally crossbows need like some sort of crank, crank or winch to help reload it, and this just has mm -hmm. like it built in. So you don't need a, you don't need two pieces of equipment to work your crossbow. You just have the mm -hmm. crossbow. It's got like a winch crank or something that's already that okay. folds into the bottom and then like pops out and spins around and then like folds back up. All right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't save me any time or anything. Oh, I was thinking. Um, yeah, I was rambling about crossbows. I do like the way you hand you handle crossbows and the two point meal. Like not the, requiring a proficiency. Not requiring a proficiency. Yeah, making them not quite as good. Like justifying why they would why you would use one over a bow. Right. It's, mm -hmm. it's a you hand it to any peasant and they can point and shoot and it be as effective as any archer. Right. But archers are archery is a, a difficult skill to acquire that takes years of practice and it, so it takes yeah. two slots, and, but it's hella useful to making have. Making them prohibitively expensive makes them kind of cool bits of treasure. Yep. Yep. I I appreciate you appreciating the way I do crossbows. Your chat thought you gave me a magic item. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this campaign has zero magic items in it. Zero. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel I'm OP enough as a kid. Like I'll like I'll make my I make my own magic items. I think I made that joke earlier in the campaign. Right? Yeah. I've got an army of skeletons. Like, what the heck am I going to do with a plus one longsword? Yeah, yeah. All right, so you march up, take your people, and head back home. Back to uh, back Winter's no, Reach. No, no, no. We're heading to the Summerwood. Oh. Oh, right. there's the uh, that's where the 
Um, bum, bum, bum. That's where the descendants of House Grayson. Uh, they lived up the... here near the Summerwood, not in it yeah. themselves, but well, it's very last. Case, we're, we're marching through it. Ooh. Ooh. Summerwood encounter table. How many undead do you have with you on this oh, rainy so day as you march um, through the Summerwood? So I think we cleared out, uh, cleared out Pine Spur. They don't need undead to defend them, I don't think. Like, I don't think I from need to leave. what? Yeah, from what? So there's, like, the... The, the wardens of Pinespur are the, uh, is that contingent of hunters? Maybe the nobles make their way back, like Rosegrove and the rest of my house make their way back to Winter's Reach. Mm -hmm. um, so Mouseford will just march in force with his army, which looks to be uh, a lot. Um, like 200 skeletons. If you Combine ghoul, yeah, sixty something ghouls, sixty something regular guys. Sure. Um, so you won't necessarily see it because the summer wood is sort of thick, and you're in the middle of your army. But there, you will hear the occasional skirmish on the sidelines of your your large troop moving through, where mm -hmm. your skeletons come across living things, or your ghouls come across living things, or living things come across your your monsters and. There are skirmishes that result in deaths, enemy deaths. Yeah, Malsifer zips around on his nightmare. I mean, so I think the marching orders are to march, right? Don't get mm -hmm. stop getting distracted with uh, um, by killing deer or whatever it is that's happening, and that will kind of get trickled down the chain of command. But chaotic evil army, the dead, you, you, shit's gonna happen. So, right. uh, but like when the the group of goblins ambushes your okay. like the most the lead so, most skeleton the the front skeletons break out and slaughter the the five goblins that thought they were finding a yeah, weird and Mouse person. Yeah, hears this commotion and comes galloping in on his nightmare back. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know that we want to play any of that out. Do do we are any skeletons brought down by goblin ambushes? Um, no. Maybe some skeletons get wounded, but they'll heal over time. So it, it, okay. I don't think it's worth really noting or going into the specifics, yeah. but there are things in the summer wood. It is not a safe place, but your army makes short work of them, and most of the things sort of leave you alone. Right. All right. Um, you eventually make it through to the other side, to this small little tract of land up here. Um, uh, the army is 413 in total, if you were curious. That includes yeah. uh, mounts. Um, that's four companies. That's a lot of monsters. Army of the dead. Um, sorry, just spreadsheeting. Severed head is not with me on the war march. And there are still a couple dozen zombies in the woods, zombie monsters, more than 50 skeletons in the rose bushes. Lord Rosegrove has his own personal, uh, Skeletal Knight. Okay. 
Well, uh, sorry. Uh, spreadsheet is done. I am yeah, popping into roll 20 to see. Okay, you just moved the, uh, the company to the mm -hmm. coast. Mm -hmm. um, are there, At this point, if you have 400 people, you, you have a full-fledged division now. So, uh, do we need to make that token bigger? No, it's okay. I mean, we can if you want, but... Okay. Is yeah. the division 400? Uh, a division is like any group of companies, like a series of them. So usually okay. at least three together would make a, a division. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, you arrive in this small, small little territory way out here, way out in the north of the dark. villages on the way? Or... Not in the Summerwood. The Summerwood is home to only monsters mm -hmm. and wilds. And, uh, interesting. But I found located on a the map, there is a, there is a, or is it this one here? On it's the that top? one there. Yeah, yeah. It's that one. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, cool. Sure enough, you yeah. can march into the, the land there. Yeah, and, so we come uh, out of the Summerwood, a, uh, army of the dead. I don't think you guys really care what time of day it is, so you are arriving somewhere near daybreak, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, as you march out of the forest. Mm hmm There's a little village you can see. It's on the coast. Uh, there's some nice sandy beaches down there. A little bit of forest that creeps on towards the edge. You can see fields from the, the little villages scattered around and the, the small town center. Um, on the, the sandy coast itself. They're flying the flags that are similar to the Grayson flags, but they've been changed over the years. The family name has also changed from Grayson. Um, they're now the... the uh, what does Grayson change to? Uh, they are the... I don't know. I'm really bad at coming up with names, apparently. Well, you've got until I find them and they tell me what their name is. Perfect. They're flying different um, flags in the Grayson family. Um, uh, and... So the... Um, yeah, I guess we leave, we leave the uh, companies. What did you call it? A Division. A, division. We leave the division in the summer wood. Mm -hmm. Lined up right on like the tree line. Um, the specialists are commanded to not harm... And to not harm the villagers, mm -hmm. I keep their, uh, you know, stand down. And Malsifer will head into the village with just his uh, retinue of blood knights. Plus, I, uh, I guess plus my specialist, my mage. Okay. And I think let's grab eight ghouls for good luck. Okay. So there will be, yeah, eight ghouls, eight blood knights. And a couple of, uh, and Malsper, and his mounted, uh, mounted vizier. The people who are just coming out of their houses and coming out to the fields to start their days see you approaching and cock their head to the side, like, what is that coming out of the woods? Huh, what are the, oh my god, they're the undead! <laughs> and they yeah. bolt in terror and flee back to the relative safety of their unwalled little village. Mm-hmm. And Malsifer marches right into the village square. Yes. Um, a, uh, yeah. 
you are greeted by the sheriff of the village who is mm-hmm. approaching by his, herself. A drop a, a, a pony, not even a proper mount, just a, you know, a little pony there. She's got a shield in one hand. It's made out of wood. She's got no armor on, but she has a, a short sword in her other hand, her main hand. Brawn. Bronze, yep. Drawn, I said. Oh, yes, it is drawn and it is bronze. I am uh, Lord Winter. I seek the uh, descendants of House Grayson. I am Jaina Blackgoat. My house does descend from the Graysons, but we split ages ago. These are my people and my lands. I am charged with keeping them safe, and I insist you leave. She says boldly, very boldly. These lands are Gadian lands, lands of winter, and I am charged with keeping them safe. The Aridonian, I've come to uh, tell you that the, uh, to deliver a message, that the Aridonian interlopers have been uh, defeated, driven from uh, from Pinespur and these these lands, your people are once again freed. And what do we pay for this new freedom? Um, what do I make of this black goat? She a. Pr- does she, yeah. is she a proper lord of this uh, lord of this land? Does she get to keep this little corner. That's up to you. Do you want to mm-hmm. put her in charge of all of Gadia? Malsifer's not one to <laughs> that's rule. Right, that's what I'm looking at now. That's where he's. It's like yeah. It's like you don't look like you're. She doesn't look like she's ready to. Well, find, how could you test spirit. her to see if she's ready? What, what would be a good test of her character, of her mm-hmm. ethos, of her will to rule, her ability to rule? Probably should have taken Pinespur back from the interlopers. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Ed, you are content to sit on, sit on your patch of beach, Black Goat? You do not, uh, you do not hunger for your birthright, for the throne of Pinespur. My family has no claim to the throne. We own this patch of land. We serve it well. My people are happy and safe, or at least they were until this morning. Mousefer raises his voice loud enough for hopefully some of the villagers 
to hear. Your people are free from the uh, from the oppression of Eridon. And uh, you may uh, remain here, or Mouseper shrugs. Are there others? Old houses, your cousins. Um, loyal Gadians, those that uh, those that served the, the old gods. Did you give up any names? <laughs> My other families, true Gadians. Yeah. This world, Shikar. this land is filled with true Gadians. Mm-hmm. The Eridonians settled the south. We have remained in the north. There are plenty of old houses here. Well, time has come then. Orgadia to be free once more. You will not impose. What will you do when you rule? Hmm. Else for Cox's head. I don't know if he's decided. I don't know if he quite realized that he ruled. He thought he might have been seeking out his uh, true king, and he finds this. Uh, Little noble house in their vacation home on the coast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not too long ago Malsper was in a similar position himself. Mm-hmm. Yep, you had the Blumwood, they have the Summerwood, both right on the yeah. coast. Small backwater village of no importance to anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a sort of awkward encounter. This night with the, with the uh, undead horde that emerges from the wood and retreats. Mm-hmm. You cryptic words from the Lord of Winter. Some um, hesitation by the black sheep, uh, black goat. Yeah. I, I think we'll just keep an eye on her. Like, uh, Mousefur almost, like, wonders if she's going to, like, try and make a play, declare herself king or something like that. I don't know. It's a... Uh, We'll just leave it with the weird tension. I'm not sure if uh, next week I'll want to like seek out any other house. Like, do we do we want to rally the old houses, or they have no interest in aligning themselves with the uh, with the army of the dead? We shall see. Hmm. All right. Well, so, do you leave her uh, here? Do you take her? Uh, I don't know. She, I, like, Mouseford has has freed her. The Eridonian interlopers are gone. Like, I don't know how how much they'll read into that or understand, but right there, they can build their walls and uh, rule as uh, as we once did. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded like she wasn't interested. I mean, like, if if he had been, if it had been a different encounter, I mean, they're a different uh, person. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Had she been wanting the throne for herself? And handed, handed the keys to the uh, to the undead horde. Who knows, Ooh. right? But uh, that's not what happened. I think that I think Mousebird just like walks away, leaves her with these uh, this cryptic message. Maybe she thinks it was all just a strange, like supernatural. Yeah, who knows, right? The the army of winter comes out of the summer wood and delivers a weird message from the gods. Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever. Yeah. Or undead powers. Yep. I don't know. All right. So, but if she if she's just gonna keep her, uh, then she may just hang out here on the coast in this vacation home. So, Malfather coming back to Pinesburg. Yeah, he's not gonna be like, uh, yeah. Well, the only thing I'm thinking is if I want to seek out the other house, the other houses. She said there are a bunch of. There are a bunch of other houses up here. Yeah. I'm almost wondering if, like, this north, if there are people hiding out in the Summerwood. So, I mean, maybe the company does stay in this area for for a while. The company. The division. The division. Maybe the division does occupy the Summerwood for a while, and we try to seek out other noble houses. Maybe have similarly disappointing encounters. Maybe some of them would want to come back to Pinesburg. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a mouseford doesn't command this black goat to a come to Pinesburg and serve on the council, right? If all it is is creepy necromancer and his undead lieutenants coming out of the woods and saying, you're free, we've killed the Ardellian. <laughs> They're like, fuck that, staying out of Pinesburg. Yeah, and everyone's like, we were oppressed? What, huh? <laughs> uh, um, but it, I mean, it sounds sort of to me like we are... Where's Melsifer going? Like, is this the end? Have we done everything that we need to do? What? I think... Uh, Are there other goals? Well, I mean, we've captured Pinesburg. We, right, but... Uh, uh, Gadia is uh, free once more. I think we still have some cleanup to do, right? So there's... Whatever's going on on Kel Isle. There's... Right. Um, potentially a company of mercenaries in the uh, in the Lindell Plain. Perhaps, and yeah. Maybe scattered resistance. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Does Mousefer find... Are there other uh, families in the, uh, in the Summerwood? Yeah, but you've been looking respond? through those books with, um, with what's-his-face, uh, Rose Grove, and there are various ancient noble houses, by your standards, um, over here in this section of the Lindell Plain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Darcy um, Plain, I mean. Um, and you can promote them and create your own ruling class now and reconfigure everything. Um, I mean, the land is, is yeah. more or less yours. There might be some scattered yeah, resistance, but I, I think it can just be hand out the individual ones. Right. So that was exactly as, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but I think they'll all get cryptic messages. Every old house that we can track down will get a cryptic message like that. Either, I don't know. If, I mean, that was the most important one, and they almost didn't even seem worthy of Mousefer's time. So they, it may just be that, uh, like, Mousefer sits back and uh, corpse whispers through undead servants, or maybe like even messengers are sent. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So similar, similar spooky messages get delivered to these uh, to these old houses, right, telling them that they're no longer oppressed. That. Uh, Right, that the armies of winter have liberated them. 
And I think a few but of them they, will probably show up free, in... free to rule. Yeah, so some of them may come to Pine Spur. Yeah. Some of them may nope, 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 nope. Yeah. And horrible ghost stories about how the uh, the Army of the Dead showed up out of the woods one day. And Why don't you give me a charisma check to see how successful you are at convincing these people that um, they are free and they should come Neil. see it. 19. Oh. All right. That's everyone. Uh, 100% of the old families return to Pine Spur. Send someone okay. a uh, an emissary. Yeah. Okay. So maybe even that black goat. Like, She'll show although, up. She's, although it was kind of an awkward uh, omen or whatever, an awkward message to receive. Sometime later, she'll come into Pinesburg to see what's you know, see what's going on. So uh, over the course of weeks Maybe or whatever, as these messages are, messages are delivered, we'll have a gathering of uh, old houses in Pinesburg. Right. I think we're just going to cut straight ahead a few weeks later in the throne room of Pinesburg, mm -hmm. uh, which has been reconfigured by your loyal cultist servants. They've brought your bone throne here. They've redecorated the place and moved things around while you were off marching about. Um, you could change it back if you want, but that's sort of what happens in your absence. Yeah, I don't think it's what Mar Malsifer intended, what he expected. Like, he he wasn't planning on occupying Pinespur and making himself uh, king of Gadia, but it seems like that's what's happened. <laughs> there before you are 18 emissaries from 18 different houses. Mm -hmm. Some of them still hold noble titles. Some of them have lost their titles or have been demoted to, like, the barest definition of noble possible. Mm -hmm. um, they've been gathered before you. They've all heard that the Aridonians have been kicked out. Mm -hmm. And they're all here sort of like, well, what now? Do they um, all have, like, retinues of their guards or something? Is this, like, a big... Is there enough space in that meeting room in... No, in each the... one only sends maybe, like, one emissary and then, like, whatever guards they need to get there. But the room itself right now is just the emissaries. No other soldiers except for whatever undead you brought with you. Um, and I, once the room is filled and everyone's gathered, <laughs> Lord yeah. Rosegrove... Not Lord Rosegrove. Lilith will step forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and deliver in a clear voice to those assembled. <clears throat> Kneel and pay fealty to, she makes a sweeping gesture, uh, King Malsifer Winter. Which they hesitantly do, each one kind of dropping down to a knee one at a time. Um, you can see that it's maybe a little half-hearted in some of them, and in others, they're pretty excited about this. Others are maybe a little terrified. Hmm. And this, again, may not be what Malsifer was hoping for, but life does hinge on weird bits. Yeah, I guess Malsifer uh, stands from his throne and looks around. Um, there probably are, like, two blood knights flanking him, right? Mm-hmm. I would expect so. Maybe a sinister executioner's axe leaning in the corner. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, 
and Malsper looks around, sizing up all of these nobles. Are they? Do they? They just immediately go to kneel. There is no resistance among. There was hesitation in some of them, definitely. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, like a uniform. She was like one here, one there, a few over here. The people at the front, closest to the blood knights, go down first. Uh, mm-hmm. Jaina Black Goat is one of the last ones to drop to a knee. Um, mm-hmm. Some people bow their heads. Other people make direct eye contact. You have a, a mix of loyalties and fear going on here. Yeah. Lords of Winter. Loyal servants of the... Uh, of the old gods. Houses of Gadia. Too long have we lived under the heel of the oppressors. But... Uh, our time has come. Alistair like sits back down in his chair. Mm. One person stands up, uh, makes a Dora. salute, and says solemnly pe- for Gadia. For Gadia. Another person stands Here. and repeats it. And uh, soon they all have risen and pledged fight for Gadia. Mm. Oh. Your people are free. Your lands are lo- yours. Go forth and uh, reclaim what was uh, taken from your, your families. Let's, let's... Someone steps forward and says, My <clears throat> uh, king... Our liege lords are dead, or some of them have fled. Which do we? What is the system of rule? Will there be counts, barons, or will you rule directly? I do not, I do not rule. We are, we are all, we all rule. Each of us, and all of them out there, and all of your citizens, we have the old blood in us. We are all lords of winter. There is some approval and some confusion and the, the person who asked the question sits back down. The, the invaders who trespassed upon our lands centuries ago invoked, invoked uh, Winter's Curse upon themselves. They brought this bloodshed. Well, our prayers have been answered. The Winter Gods heard your, heard your pleas, and uh, we have our our army of winter. I'm to take back what is yours. Your freedom. Your people's freedom. All right. They, they seem satisfied with this. Um, I wonder if any of them will want to get marked or if any of them are going to ask for their own undead companies. 
I don't know. Or, or if they're just going to go back and play their uh, little human politics and like snatch up all their neighbors' lands. That oh, is, sure what, I think. Than... Uh, I mean, yeah. Malsifer is uh, now that he's growing more and more in power. His uh, chaotic nature is uh, showing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and more it, or less what's going to happen here. The empowering all of his people, telling them that they're lords and to take what's theirs, and. Uh, chaotic evil will ensue yeah and that's what they do they go back to their lands any former Eridonian nobles find themselves uh, on the end of witch hunts and over a period of months I suppose they will all get rooted out and either shift off if the people who are rooting them out are merciful or executed if the people are ruthless or wish to impress you. And over a period of time, the Eridonian houses will be removed. Bit by bit. What is their uh, take on the uh, on this, the winter gods? That they just they they, they do what uh, <laughs> they defer as it. As yeah. uh, Sir Deferral so uh, so brilliantly taught them, you know they smile, they smile and nod, but none of them are like, "Praise be the Winter Gods." Yeah, you know these gods have given them their land and territory back and empowered them. So bully for those gods, but we just don't know how to worship them properly. So we'll just we'll wait for those instructions to spread naturally on their own. You know, mm-hmm. we, we we've. Got other things we're doing. All right. Um, I think this seems like a good spot to wrap up this episode. I How much so more too. epic do you get than that? Um, didn't mean to make my character king, but it kind of happens if you murder Hobohard enough or murder Noblehard enough. Yeah. Um. Um, anything else we should talk about? Uh, there's only one more thing. We're landing here. Yeah, what's that? What are we doing next week? Is there more Malsifer to dig into? Have we reached the end of Malsifer? I didn't get to scoop out my eyeballs. I know. I still have a hunger that needs satisfying. There's all these, all these epic high-level abilities. I know. But, uh... Maybe I I just just win Dungeons and Dragons. Of course, you win. You won Gadia, but Dungeons and Dragons can never be won. Viewers, uh, before the show started, that that this is the first I was hearing that we were retiring Malsifer. Well, I don't know if we are retiring Malsifer. Look at us. Yeah, it depends what you can um, we can come up with, right? Like, are there? If I mean, hmm. right? If there's other there's quests on bat, do we go on bat quest next week? I mean, I, I, I mean, there's there's minor things to be done, but it would be a, a major step down from the in intensity. You know, we'd be returning yeah. to to minor things or maybe research here or there. Um, the only other major questing to do would to just look southward a little bit. You know, Weatherlight was trying to... There was some talk of Weatherlight reinforcing these things, but 
you'll have found that rather than rather light reinforcing the remaining four companies that were stationed in Gadia uh, retreated and hopped on the ships and left to Weatherlight instead. So there are still some usurpers that have escaped to another land across those, the sea. Uh, yeah, were those uh, those are the mercenary companies? Uh, no, they were regular companies. They they were going to bring in some mercenaries and then instead they they all left together. Mm -hmm. um, so there there are you could chase people down to other lands, which sort of opens up all of Eridon, but I don't know if that's, if Melsifer hungers for Eridon. Maybe he just wants Gadia. I think he's, con well, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it might be nice just to wrap up Malsifer with a pretty bow on top. Usually character story arcs end when they die. This would be the first, like, I guess Qualnir was successful, at least in his first run. Um, yeah. This would be the first really like successful. Some people like to pretend there was only one run. And yeah. yeah. Um, um, I still, I feel like we didn't finish playtesting the character. Well, there's so I, many more levels. So like you're only eight and we've got levels out to 12. That's, yeah. even if it's a level every other session, that's still another eight sessions and then you can't, there's no more content unless we... I mean, itself. yeah. The way, I guess where I was, yeah. It'll be it'll be tough to justify leveling up because I mean, I guess next step, next level is conquer Aridon. <laughs> I mean, like, or go to another plane and become a lord of evil down there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should leave it like this, and when we come back next week, we will have something, and it'll just be a surprise for everyone, whether it's a new character, a continuation of Malsifer, or just like a uh, a recap and talking about the class and, you know, going over mechanics and stuff. Maybe that's the yeah. best solution. There's still some of the high-level stuff that I want wanted, like, to feel like needs to be revealed, but maybe that's another time. Maybe they're not ready, right? Maybe, maybe in a couple months we'll have to dig up a High-level necromancer. Well, and see some of these features. Things in Arcadia are getting dicey. Uh, yeah, like I mean, maybe we put Mousefur on a shelf, and he just someone just happens to scrape together enough gold to hire a company of Gadian mercenaries to come and wreck shit on Eridon. And it turns out the company of Gadian mercenaries are undead, and they didn't realize it. Ooh. I'm I mean, everyone knows what Gadian mercenary means, right? Don't they? <laughs> Have you not read about the Winter Gods? <laughs> um, so, okay. I guess let's uh, just leave it on that cliffhanger then. All right. That's where we'll leave it. Okay. We will be back next week with something. Who knows what? Something. Get hype. Get hype. All right. Uh, that's it for us this week. Ryan, do you have anything you would like to say before we go away? Thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, all your thoughts and prayers. The winter's got the winter gods appreciate them. Yes. Uh, yeah. right. We'll see you guys on the other side. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>